afternoon. <clears throat> oh. <clears throat> Good afternoon. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday. I almost said, I, as I switch over this shit for the end of the show, I almost said December. We're not there yet. God help me if we were, but we're not there. We're not there yet. Let's slow the slow the uh, the roll down. It's uh, it's November the tenth, two thousand twenty-two. It's another Take the Alpha podcast. Glad uh, that you could join us here today. If you're here live, thank you for coming and uh, and stopping by. If you're watching this on YouTube or listening to us on the RSS feeds on your way to work, or maybe you're at work. Shit, maybe you're at home while at work. Congratulations for living in the year twenty twenty-two. I bet you there's at least 60% of the boomer population that's seething at the fact that they couldn't just sit at home and work like everyone can today. But I digress. It's another great show lined up for you today, despite the fact that there's like four points of news. Usually, you know, when I sit down and I write the podcast, I wait until either the very, like the last minute the night before, late Wednesday or early Thursday. You know, I take him to work or I pick her up, depending on what kind of shift she's working, yada, 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 get home. And I start looking, because so much shit, when we change this podcast, I'll change over to the uh, the other screen here, so much shit, when we change this podcast to Thursdays, suddenly started getting released on Thursdays, that I had to literally shift everything that I do for the podcast until 14 minutes before the podcast goes live, or otherwise we'd be in the middle of the show, and shit's just fucking popping off, and it's like we're, we're missing out on half the week's news, because it all happens on a Thursday. Well, that's, that's fine in a, in a week where there's lots of news, because it doesn't take me too long to write the podcast. You know, it might take me 45 minutes, might take me an hour uh, to, to get it done based on how, you know, how deep I gotta go looking through the internet to find stuff to talk about for the week. But if it's like this week, and there's like four things that happen, it is like a three and a half hour long marathon to try and put together literally even a screw, just a crumb of information for a podcast to be built on. Today's one of those days. So we're going to make the magic happen, as we always do. But before the magic begins, first, I have to ask the most important question of the week. Mr. Black, how was your week? Um, yeah, it was fine. Yeah? It was fine. You um, closed on stuff, I think, in the last week? Did that happen? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I closed on the first, so I think last week I already, oh, I okay. already had the stuff. Um, yeah, uh, pretty good week. Um... Same old shit. Just been grinding, doing some, uh, doing some stuff on the side, um, and that's pretty much it, man. Nothing. I really don't have any. No Overwatch any, this week. N- none. None. No. Zero. So zero, you went. Zero. You went from daily to zero. You dropped off that bitch entirely, eh? Yes. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Um, I have nothing to report this week. Hey, that's that's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I started, no- I started noticing that because, you know, I always get your discord messages when you're going live, what's going on for the day, your Twitter or whatever the fuck. And I started noticing it was going from daily, like we're back on the overwatch grind to literally done. There was no, there was no like one hour sesh or anything like that. It just went one day it was happening and the next day that shit was fucking done. What was the, what was the breaking point? Was it something well, that I actually just, happened during the stream no. or did you wake up and go fuck overwatch? I'm just not no, doing I, it. None of the above really. I just had to get back on the on the roleplay grind uh, for ah. a while, and that's just pretty much it. I still play like I, I I shouldn't say I haven't played any. I that's a lie. Like I did play, I probably played four or five matches in the last okay. week. So it's usually like 
at the very end of my stream or mm. off stream. But and I play with Major, and that was pretty much it. But I haven't <laughs> awesome. grinded it out. <laughs> Major's been through my stream like five, six times in the last couple of weeks. And every time he's in, e without fail, he's trying to rope me into playing fucking Overwatch with him every single fucking time. So I'm glad he found you. That's good. That might yep. be why I haven't seen him recently, because he no longer has to come bugging me about playing Overwatch. He's got, he's got you playing Overwatch instead. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, well, it's good. Uh, my week was uh, my week was also kind of another week. Uh, of course, we all know what I've been doing for the last calendar year, uh, and uh, things continue to progress. We started to put the um, we've got like oh I don't know uh, half the flooring in at this point, uh, but we stopped doing the flooring so that we could put the cabinets in so that the guys could come in to do the measuring of the cabinets because that process is long enough as it is and if we put it off any longer we're going to be like fucking march before we have a countertop to cut food on so uh so we uh we stopped the flooring uh, long enough to start doing the cabinet stuff so we started doing that uh largely a couple days ago i started doing the prep for it and then we started putting bars on the wall the ikea you know the ikea system to get the rail system uh stuff we don't know dad and i aren't sure if we love it we, we think it's we think it's pretty good um uh, the only problem that, uh, you know, that we've run into with this system, uh, one, anyone that tells you you could do Ikea cabinets by yourself is clearly insane. I like, like, could you, I mean, I can fly for a brief moment. If I jump off the roof of my house, it depends on your definition of flying, but technically I'm in the air for a period of time. If somebody tells you that they can solo install an entire kitchen of Ikea cabinets, technically, they can do it. Will it be good? Debatable. Um, but uh, it's not the building of the cabinets. It's trying to, like, it's, it's the prep work and the, and the railing system install and all that stuff would be very challenging uh, with one person. Unless you're in a home where the walls are fucking built by gods. Where every wall is perfect, not just not just flat, but square to the floor, square to the ceiling, and fucking square where the two walls meet. Which, if you can find me a home in which that's the case, even if it's concrete, I'll fucking shake your hand. Mm. So uh, we we start putting the rails on. All the rails are on now. Uh, of course, we're we're boxing our cabinets in with MDF at the end into the ceiling, and so uh, where where there are gaps between two, like let's say over top of the uh the oven we had to make sure that the railings were not only okay in their individual sections but also across the oven that they would be uh, uh flat to each other the railing systems and we started hanging a couple of cabinets just to see what they were going to end up being like uh and how that system was going to work and we hit our first snag the base cabinet went in really well no real problems there but the upper cabinet the cabinet itself is out of square and in a way that we don't think we can do much about it. So, you know, an IKEA cabinet, as you, as you, anyone who's put together any IKEA furniture would know, the shit's all prefabbed and it's pre-drilled and everything is very precise. And you don't have a lot of wiggle room here. So when I, when we were going through the instructions and at one point they were telling you before you put some nails in to hold that like little thin backing of the, of the cabinet at the back, they were like, make sure your cabinet's square. And I sat there, I looked at that and I was like, so at what point of the putting screws where there are specific screw holes that draw everything in tight. At what point were you going to, like, fuck the square up here? What is the, the average person capable of, in, of doing here in fucking the square? So this one cabinet, and I mean, we, we, had, 
We had this the big ass fucking tri-square oak. Had it on the sides. It's out by like a sixteenth of an inch, which on a thirty-inch cabinet means if you hang it on a wall, you can see that shit. And so we had it on its corner. We're putting weight on it to try and like you know rack it back into fucking shape. But because it's all pre-drilled and everything, you can't. There's nothing. You're gonna shatter the fucking cabinet before you put it back into square. So now we're coming up with how we're gonna fucking straighten it on the wall and and all that nonsense and and uh, and we know it's the cabinet because everything's laser level. And we double check the rails with not only the laser level, but the spirit level. And everything is square from top to bottom, left to right, it's perfect. And ironically, if you put this cabinet on top of our base cabinet, it's also level. So it's the square of the cabinet that's fucked. So we were sitting there last night, like 6 o'clock at night, we had a long day, and we were, we were so ready to go home and be proud of ourselves, and the last thing we see is this cabinet fucking like up against the molding of the window, and because the molding is only like an inch and a half away, you can fucking see that stupid 16th of an inch on the whole fucking mm-hmm. run, because it's out of line. So anyway, right. that was, that's, that's been our week, was just kind of working our way towards that. Uh, flooring in, putting the flooring down and, and and getting this done the guys came back to fix the window shit from last week so that was good that's been handled uh and we just kind of uh we just kind of uh power on i think today uh dad because it was nice out uh we were trying to do some uh driveway driveway repair because the driveway i think hasn't been really repaired since they paved that bitch uh, and so it's got dips and dives and fucking rocks popping everywhere and shit's all fucked up. And so we're trying to at least get where the water runs, trying to get things filled so that the water hits the end of the driveway and doesn't just sit on the side of the fucking house or go up into the, into the foundation. So yeah, I think he's been doing some of that today, but otherwise a relatively easy day until we get back into, uh, into cabinet installs tomorrow. And that's it. I was also playing Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. Guess what it no. plays like? Like Call of Duty, Modern you Warfare f- 2. You fucking got it. You nailed it. It's a lot like that. Uh, it's a video game. It's not bad. Like I said, sound, that sounds horrible, but it's just, it's just that it's Call of Duty. So you either like Call of Duty at this point, or you don't like Call of Duty, and there is no fucking margin for error there because it's the same shit. It, it really, it truly is the same shit. We'll see what Warzone 2 brings, because uh, at least it's different enough in that the genre is still infantile in comparison to running around a map and getting grind fest you know destroyed by sweaty uh cocaine adult children where you just like run in and you take three steps and you die and then you you spawn and you take another three steps and you die and you spawn and the cycle continues uh, let's talk about some video game news, Mr. Black, even though there's not a heck of a lot of it this week. But before we hop directly into video game news, I want to give a quick shout out to the some 11,000 people that are apparently going to get laid off over there at Meta underneath Mark Zuckerberg, who uh, whose new hobby is not only learning Mandarin along with his wife, but also learning how to burn money as quickly as humanly possible. Uh, and he's getting pretty damn good at it now, $15 billion deep in this Meta investment, uh, to the point where he's going to lay off some people to keep this ship going. He's looking at that, they're taking on water, and they're not throwing the water overboard, they're throwing the sailors. Saying, fuck this shit, we gotta, we gotta cut weight, and somebody said, well, get the buckets to bail the water, and while Mark said, while Mark is throwing people overboard, he's going, why the water? And so, uh, Godspeed to everyone. Uh, maybe the Facebook, maybe the meta people and the Twitter layoffs can come together and make their own social media platform because I think they've fired enough people across like the entire stack from like the sea level down that you probably could actually form a whole new company with like at least, I don't know, 
20,000 employees right off the rip and just fucking start making a new social media platform. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's quite a gong show over there, but, uh, Godspeed to all of those, uh, stepping into new roles here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, while he can't commit to anything at this time, Mr. Black, this is speaking, pivoting quickly about one Mr. Phil Spencer. Well, he can't commit to anything at this time because the deal's not through yet. He obviously doesn't have access to the teams, of course, but somebody asked him, I think it was Wired in an interview this week, asked Mr. Phil, said, Phil, what do you think about StarCraft? That's a video game. That's a video game that Blizzard owns and operates. What do you think about StarCraft and the RTS genre in general, given, uh, given, you know, that Blizzard basically propped that bitch up for a good fucking 20 years? And Phil said, well, given I don't actually own them yet, and even when we do, I won't have direct access to them. That's not how any of this works, even though people think that's how it works. He said, I do get excited about the prospect of what we will be able to do with IP like StarCraft. And he also mentioned Warcraft 3 and the RTS genre in general. Uh, because he said those were games that he actually personally spent a lot of time playing back in the day. And so he, it excites him, the thoughts of, uh, of using some of these older, uh, IP. Now, I don't know what they would even do because, uh, because Blizzard, you know, with relatively, you know, relatively recently put out like the, the updated Brood War, the updated Warcraft 3, the fucking, like, they've already done all the shit that you would think would be the easy go-to, oh, we just bought this company, let's remake or remaster their games well they already did it they fucked them up too unfortunately they fucked that shit up hard uh but they've already done it so i don't know what they would do with it but i'm here for it whatever the fuck it is and i am interested in what microsoft does with blizzard's you know fucking category or or entire categories of intellectual property what would you mr black like to see if this deal goes through and it's probably going to go through uh what would you like to see of Blizzard's intellectual property? Would you like Microsoft to go back and reuse those? Or would you like uh, Blizzard under Microsoft to, uh, uh, to maybe actually try and do something new? Um, yeah, they're not going to touch StarCraft or WarCraft. It's just... It's pretty obvious. I mean, he can say whatever he wants to, like, appease... Whoever well, what if they put it on, like, Game Pass for PC? That's probably, like, the closest thing that they're going to get in terms of, yeah, but it's of, already like, free anyway. The game's already free anyway. StarCraft 2 is free to play. And has been for a very the multi, long time. The multiplayer side, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So not the, not the, not the single-player shit. They didn't just put the whole thing out for free. I, I don't know. Mo- I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe somebody in chat can, can tell me, but I know at least the multiplayer is free. Um, yeah, I know the multiplayer is free. I don't think that they handed the entire campaign, all the campaigns out for free, though. That would, I mean, if they did, damn, that's a lot of free content. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't recall them going that far with it. But either, either way, yeah, that's, that's the, the furthest you could, one could imagine them taking those two, uh, those two things. Yeah, that's about it. Put it on Game Pass. Mm. That's, that's about as far as it's going to go, because they're not going to mm. touch the IPs. They're not going to make new, they're not going to make a new StarCraft or a new Warcraft. So, what do you what do you think Blizzard's gonna do? What what what, what do you like? Every like, irrespective of this deal, what do you think Blizzard's next? Because because they're obviously not gonna die; they're not gonna go away. What do you think Blizzard might actually try and tackle? Do you think it will be dipping back into their stable of things that they own? And I'm not talking about specifically StarCraft, yeah. Warcraft. They own more than that. Or do you think they're gonna actually just go away and come back and try something? 
wholly original. Yeah, no, I think Blizzard is, uh, I, I don't think Blizzard's dead, but Blizzard is, Blizzard is like, uh, how do I put this into words? I, I just think there's no innovation left in Blizzard. They're just, it, it, they're, it's a profitable company that makes a lot of money off very specific IPs. And they're just going to keep catering to those. It's like, it's like they're a call of duty, you know? Um, and it is their call of duty, but like, you know what I mean? Like it's, they're just going to keep cranking the shit out. It's just going to be more Diablo shit, more world of Warcraft shit. Um, you know, running with this overwatch shit, you know, I think at most you might get an overwatch three. If this game doesn't like die, die. Now a um, real which, three or like an, a, another no, kind no, of like expansion chapter, uh, okay. know, kind okay. of like a, you know, like Fort and how Fort it's like, it's like Epic's Fortnite, right? Yeah. They, yeah. they, they know it's their, it's their staple. So they're just going to take their staples and they're just going to keep adding content with it. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And they're, um, uh, and I guess, I guess the other thing, and he's mentioned this before as well, what will the, what they'll likely get um, the most out of with this deal is the, uh, the mobile side of things. Cause I think Activision owns King. Yeah. I think. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, so I think they'll get a lot out of that, but, it, but it will be because the fact that you and I are struggling to come up with what the fuck they're going to do with most of Blizzard is why I'm interested in what the fuck they're going to do, <laughs> do with Blizzard when the time comes. It's like, you know, uh, there's, there's not like a readily available list of things that are like super obvious for them to do. So it does make it kind of intriguing as to what it is. And I don't know either. I, I, I think... Overwatch was, you know, their last their last major effort at uh, at a, a wholly new IP. It was clearly successful, despite the fact that everyone memes on it. Clearly, Overwatch was successful enough to continue with. It's not burning so much money that they had to like torch the whole thing and fucking leave it and go back to just cranking out another World of Warcraft uh, expansion uh, and and living off of it. But. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I agree. I think for the short term anyway, they're just going to continue to work on the things that actually make the money and are known to make the money. And yeah. then eventually, if they solidify and they get their feet back on the ground, uh, then uh, then maybe they, they, they try and, and, and get out there and do something new. And I don't necessarily mean just new IP, but like an actual new venture and not, not an extension of what's already on the market actively uh, yeah. right now, for sure. Uh, but yeah, very interested in that. With Activision, it's... Not, it's there's uh, the thing about Activision is they own so much, but everyone's just thinking Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, because that's the that's the big boy in the room. But I mean, Activision's a monstrous fucking publisher. They've got shitloads of friggin' games uh, available to them. And yeah, but I think I think like there's just so many games out there now mm. that like you know Blizzard's not going to make a new MOBA. Like the MOBA, they tried. The MOBA, yeah, they tried. It didn't work, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're never going to touch that again. That's guaranteed. Um, like, and they're not going to bring back Heroes of the Storm. So that shit's dead. StarCraft RTS. They lost every RTS pretty much head that there was there. There's zero percent chance, which which takes out World of War or sorry uh, Warcraft three or Warcraft four. Yep. And and StarCraft three. Yeah. Um, or or continuing to work on StarCraft 2 if they announce an expansion for StarCraft 2, which is just not going to happen. The, the infrastructure and team isn't there. And more importantly, it doesn't print money. So all I could really see them doing um, is more Call of Duty, which, let's be real, it has well, the given. biggest... 
That's the biggest opening. Yeah, we talked about last week, a billion dollars in three days. Yeah. Right? So, like, there's their printer. And then they've got World of Warcraft, classic and and non-classic, which, you know, they found another avenue to print money there. And they have Overwatch. And if anything, oh, and Diablo. So, you know, we're going to get another Diablo. Diablo Immortal. (laughs) Yeah. Diablo Immortal. um, Which, you know will make the money because mobile and they'll do fine because China will eat it up. You know, uh, places like that will eat it up. And the only thing that I can see them doing is creating another Hearthstone is releasing a new version of Hearthstone. Um, and even that I don't see happening simply because they have got their printers and I think what they're what they're doing is they need to trim the fat. That means they need to get rid of Heart of the Swarm, which they did, StarCraft, which they pretty much did. That's just being ran on on community. Um what what other games are are dead uh with Blizzard? I mean, you know, they they almost they need... all of them but Warcraft and Overwatch, really. There you I, go. And Diablo Immortal. And Diablo like Immortal. Because yeah. Hearthstone's pretty much dead too. Yeah. Um well, I'm Hearthstone sure can be run by a small money. team. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's got an infrastructure where I'm sure they're making money off it, but it isn't a yeah. growing, you know. They, they pulled the majority point. of the guy of the of the, of the developers Correct. off of that because they don't they just don't need they don't it need anymore. Them. They don't need yeah. them. So if I if I was in Blizzard Activision's place, I wouldn't be I wouldn't even be interested in creating a new game. They have a game that is that sold like a, a billion dollars in the first you know week. So why? Why why would you even risk taking a, a team, putting them into another IP, like a completely new IP, and basically starting from the ground up when you have three IPs that are printing money? There is not a lot of publishers, developers that have that. Usually they have one Trojan horse. That's it. One. Activision's got multiple. So what do you do? You just pour more resources into those, make those better experiences, and and keep growing that. Why would they do? Why would they create anything else? It just would. It just doesn't make sense. They can spin off of those bigger IPs to do something different. It's kind of like that whole like um uh what what's that really hard shooter game there that everybody you know plays and fucking rages Arma? at? The, no, the other one. The you should get shot once, you're like dead. The Tarkov, uh, right? Oh, oh, Escape so from Tarkov. Make, you can make you can make your Call of Duty version of Tarkov, right? You can have your game mode. They're doing that, that actually. It's called in the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that can be their way of creating a new experience, but off the back of an IP that they already they already have. If they can if they can figure out how to do that with you know an Overwatch, because I feel like even Overwatch as a game, you can change the formula up. You can, and you already have the fan base there. Why don't they do those things? I think there's a far more bigger chance of them doing keep continuing to do those than creating something new. Yeah, I think I think as far as like the teams that are actively there um uh, uh developing games for Activision and Blizzard as it stands right now, I'm I'm 100% agree and I think a lot of that will be unchanged after after the the buyout goes through. I think the only thing that would be more likely to come out of that uh or not more likely but as likely is you know you you do you do a hundred percent want to have your money makers, but you also have to like you also have to 
make attempts at even on a smaller scale trying to find your next moneymaker because you can't just like perpetually rely on one forever because if anything happens you got all your eggs in one basket then it's troublesome it doesn't mean that activision specifically has to be the one doing it or blizzard but if microsoft buys them up they have access to the licensing for their ips and microsoft owns a fuckload of studios they could pull some shit and be like all right this looks like it might have a shot we don't necessarily want the the guys and gals that are that are making call of duty and and running overwatch and these other ones working on it right now we need them to keep focusing on making the 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 money printer go burr over there but we do have other people that we could utilize these IPs with because we've been looking for a project and we don't have anything, but now we've got these IPs on hand. And that, that I think, is probably what you're going to see because they have such a huge stable of, of uh, developers now. And they, uh, you know, for better or worse, not all of them are working out. It's kind of like the, the initiative. Is that what they, I think that's what they called it? The initiative where it was their, their quadruple A team that's working on, like, uh, uh, or supposedly working on the uh, perfect dark uh yeah. reboot and along with crystal dynamics because the like half the team from the initiative just came directly from crystal dynamics and so they just paired them up uh to help make it happen that's spinning its fucking wheels and shit right now so i know that like it's not perfect but definitely i'm sure they will pull some of the ips yeah, and, out to, to do that stuff and lastly um they're 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 investing a fuck ton of money into this do you think they're going to take this over and then start developing new shit like (laughs) they they need they need to take advantage of the ips they have and get maximum return while the shit is hot and and nurture that before ever just grabbing shit and going okay we just spent a billion dollars let's take a big risk here like recoup that money for a while and figure shit out yeah 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 well we know we know we know what the the general direction is with call of duty because they uh they announced that um uh who was it was a sledgehammer anyway there was a game coming next year for call of duty it was like a full and it sounds like it was a full and separate game but after after modern warfare made a billion dollars in 72 hours they came out and said all right so next year it's actually going to be an expansion for Modern Warfare 2. It's not a wholly new freaking Call of Duty game. It's an expansion now of, uh, of Modern Warfare 2. And we're still going to charge $70 for it. And that's how you know it was going to be a totally different fucking game in the first place. Uh, because no way in hell were they thinking an expansion for fucking $70. That, that was not on the table. But they've invested a lot of time and energy into it uh, as if it was. And now they're just changing it. Because I think the first thing that came to their minds when they sat down and said, well... I mean, this Call of Duty is good. We've had other good Call of Duties in the last, like, five years. Why is this performing better? And somebody stood up and said, because it's called Modern Warfare 2! And then they were like, yeah, okay. We should just keep putting Modern Warfare on the cover of every fucking Call of Duty box until that stops making extra money. Because there's really no other reason that I can think of for Modern Warfare 2 to make a billion dollars in 72 fucking hours. Uh, like having played Cold War, it, as far as like the like the 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 positive experience, the fun, the map design, the the every, they're different, but they're both the same in terms of quality. Like there's there's no massive chasm between those two. So for one to you know to to make a billion in seventy two and the other to not, uh, clearly people just want to hear the words modern warfare because it. it's modern warfare. So 
Now, they, they've caught on to that, and now next year's title has been changed to Modern Warfare, the expansion for 70 U.S. dollars. Of course. <laughs> See if they get another billion dollars in 72 hours, and uh, they'll start making that money back real quick. Bobby Kodak also mentioned uh, uh, he, ca- he crawled out of his fucking satanic clown orgy cave uh, long enough to tell everyone that he do- totally believes that this buyout is going through big shocker that he would want to say that but uh but yeah he does because what what does bobby get out of it even more money that he doesn't already need but he's going to get more out of this biome anyway that man is gonna (laughs) that that man is the seediest individual in the gaming industry for 40 fucking years and he just keeps making money he's winning bro he, you know what he he's is? Winning. He's you know what he reminds me of. He reminds me of like the most like stereotypical comedic like corporate villain from like children's '90s movies. Like he's almost an exact representation of that person in every way, shape, or form. He looks like a fucking gremlin. He acts like a fucking gremlin, but he somehow manages to just keep fucking winning regardless, and it just pisses everyone off. And it's and it's, it's brutal. And on top of that, he's just got a punchable face. Like if you just showed, like I showed, I showed a picture of Bobby Kodak to to M, who's I have a clue, no fucking clue who the fuck this guy is. Just showed a picture, and she agreed. Very very punchable face. Some people just have that look. Bobby Kodak looks like an asshole. He he is he he sweats douche and it just so happens he might very well be <laughs> but he's making lots of money so uh he's he's succeeding in his in his goal of uh, of making uh, lots of uh, lots of money but believe it or not yes he believes this uh, this bio is going to go through big shocker on that one uh i also believe it's going to go through but i'm not making any money i just know that microsoft will fucking take this shit to court forever and ever and ever to make it happen because they want this deal to happen and no random EU regulatory body is going to fucking stop Microsoft from going through with uh, spending all this cash on this buyout. Uh, crazy to think, though, that Elon bought Twitter for as much money as he did, and Activision Blizzard, like, it's just like twiz- Twitter at half the valuation, I think, right? Because was the Activision Blizzard was like $72 billion or some shit. Something crazy like that. What is it? Was the, was the Activision Blizzard buyout like $70 billion or something like that? I'm not sure. I can't remember now. It's been, it's been so long since they started that deal. You might be able to get it faster. Yeah, 60, than 68.7 billion. Right. So like seven, just shy of 70 bill. And then Twitter was what, 44, 42 or $44 billion? Yeah. Uh, and so like all the ways in which in which Microsoft's going to have to try and come up with making 44 billion dollars with like some of the, like the hardest hitting uh fucking uh games monetarily speaking in the entire industry, one of the biggest industries imaginable and Elon is spinning his tires trying to figure out how to make back probably one of the worst buyout deals I've ever seen in my life. Anyone thought Twitter worth 44 billion dollars was fucking cooked out of their mind. Literally the bottom of the monthly active users list of most popular social media platforms for 44 billion dollars was hilarious. Fucking incredible. And God bless them. It's been a complete gong show. Have you been wa- enjoying watching the oh, dumpster yeah, I'm fire? Enjoying it. I'm enjoying it all. It's just Great. such a, it's a, it's, it's literally, I, I, the, my favorite tweet of this whole thing so far that I put out was I, I, 50% of me checking Twitter in the morning right now is for gaming news. The other 50% is to see what random policies Elon Musk decided to implement at four o'clock in the morning. And then how many of those policies got reverted by 7am? 
because that's pretty much how this is going. I actually have a picture of Elon in my mind laying on a couch somewhere with a laptop and a fucking headset on or some shit, just randomly coming up with stuff. He'll, he'll be just sitting there after eating a lunch or some shit, and then something will pop in his mind. He's like, yeah, fuck it. And then he'll like pull up Slack, and he'll like message like the engineers, the five that he has left after firing every one of the other engineers. Be like, hey guys, you've got 13 to uh, 16 minutes. Get this shit out, or you're fired. Go! And then some shit will pop up on Twitter in the afternoon, and then before the world's even had time to talk about it, like the the official checkmark thing that happened here like 48 hours ago. I think that it was a troll, man. I just think he's trolling. <laughs> he's a troll, man. He's if trolling. he's a troll, he really doesn't want to make any money at this point. Dude, he's the like richest man on the planet. Who gives a fuck? Well, Mark Zuckerberg, was, Mark Zuckerberg dude, before him was bro, the richest bro, man alive, bro, right? Mark so it's Zuckerberg, not like it's impossible Adam, to Adam, lose the money. Adam, Adam, hmm. Mark Zuckerberg created fucking Facebook. Elon Musk is changing the world. And I mean legit. So, and literally leaving the planet. So th- there are two very different entities. They are two <laughs> totally... Elon Musk could buy Mark Zuckerberg... Well, especially Several now. Several times over. Several <laughs> times over. He is beyond rich. And if you think he bought Twitter to make money, it's not why he bought Twitter. I don't Twitter think he now. even planned on buying Twitter in the first place. I think he is put it, a meme out and got caught up in it, and then he got fucked legally, legally speaking, and then he wanted to like avoid it, but then he couldn't, and then yeah. he was forced to spend the money. And it wasn't even all him. He brought bro, in bro, Saudis I, I, to bro, help I pay for care. it. Adam, I don't, I don't fucking care, bro, because <laughs> you know, if I talk about Elon Musk, I got a bunch of fucking crazy libs in the chat. I'm going to be talking to a bunch of crazy idiots. Crazy libs! I'm telling you. No, bro, I'm telling you. <laughs> everybody's bitching and complaining about Twitter. Oh, it's fucking horrible. Oh, it's the worst. Dude, Twitter has been such a leftist, far leftist fucking platform forever. They have silenced the right, not silenced anyone from the left. And now that the power is not in their hands anymore, everybody is fucking losing their goddamn minds. If they don't like Twitter, leave Twitter. Go somewhere else. But there's no somewhere else. Go create another platform. I'm just sitting back watching it, just laughing because people are bitching and complaining about everything. It's quite funny. It's actually funny. It's hypocritical. It's ridiculous. And I just sit there and laugh. And Elon Musk is sitting back and he's laughing as well. Trust me. You think he gives a fuck about $44 billion? He don't give a flying fuck. He doesn't care. He's doing shit because he wants to do shit. I knew that this motherfucker was going to buy a media company. I talked about it even before he bought Twitter. A motherfucker was going to buy a media company and he's going to switch it up. And that's what's happening. And the left don't like it. It's not the right. It's the left. The left don't like it because they don't control it anymore. They don't control the narrative anymore. They're not shadow banning everybody. It's what it's what it is. He literally on. Yes. Like two days ago, he literally had he literally had his chat on Twitter where he said he's going to shadow ban people that fall under categories. Cool. So 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 if the problem cool. was shadow banning and trying to cool. be a town square, cool. then why is it that if, if the idea is to Dude. not do that, then why is Dude, that suddenly a thing that before that was, that was a problem? Idea. He did not say that was not the idea to do that. You, everybody, everybody is just being so literal with like that motherfucker can't say a goddamn word without somebody re- or, uh, bouncing off and saying the complete opposite or you said this and you said that and you said that. But everybody's forgetting what Twitter was. Just before he bought it, it was one it was of the most corrupt. Fire. It was the one of the most corrupt 
fucking yes. companies and it was gonna be it was literally burning money left okay. right and center this shit wasn't gonna last and this yeah. motherfucker came in and said okay and the whole left side started losing their fucking mind because they can't shadow ban anybody from the far right or even the right that that thinks a certain way and that's that and now and then he buys it and he's like oh my god racism is way up this and this is way up it's a bunch of fucking bots it's narrative shit it's all media spun bullshit and i'm telling you right now it's going to be a rocky it's going to be a rocky road he's going to do whatever the fuck he wants to do and the ones that want to leave twitter can leave twitter and the ones that want to stay can stay I already think Twitter's a far better place than what it was not too long ago. Dude, I'm getting shit on my feed from people that I didn't even know really fucking existed until he was gone. It's like it's like the floodgates of, has, has opened up in Twitter, and I'm seeing shit that I wasn't even supposed to be seeing before because everything was shadow banned, and I only needed one thing. You know how nice it has been to not see a bunch of fucking random ass chicks half naked all on my feed all the goddamn time? I don't even, I barely see it anymore. It's like my whole Twitter feed's completely different. It's just a better fucking atmosphere. I'm enjoying it. And I'm enjoying the entertainment. And I haven't said anything on Twitter. I'm just sitting back, I'm watching, I'm laughing, and I'm watching Elon troll. That's just that. You can have a, a surprise Pikachu face. You can give me whatever fucking faces that you guys want to give. I really don't give a fuck. I don't care. And I truly don't give a shit if Twitter crashes and burns or it's here forever. It doesn't affect me. I don't really give a fuck. I'm just there for whatever. People are just bitching and complaining to bitch and complain. And it's quite funny watching everybody getting all in their feelings about fucking check marks and $8. Go fuck off. Seriously. Go fuck off. Not not really it's the energy I not really the energy I was shooting for when I mentioned the the meme of the unofficial check mark cuz it was just it's the implementation. It's not I don't even know where to start. You just you just ran no, you just ran a train. I don't want to sit here and talk about Elon Musk for an hour. It's a gaming podcast. I I because it's gonna go nowhere. Because you're so you're so brainwashed, Adam. Like you're just so like you're you're so lost on the sauce that like I I that if I if I have a conversation with you, it won't go anywhere. And if you want to have a conversation, we can do it not here. I'll I'm have not, a conversation. I'm not with even you, looking to have a conversation. Am I not no. allowed to say anything? Oh, you can. I'm not even trying. I'm not even going to. I wasn't even planning to counter anything you just said. But now I'm all of a sudden brainwashed. But you don't have any feelings about this. But now I'm brainwashed. Are you fucking you're okay? You're you're all, you are lost on the sauce. I see you on Twitter all the time, replying to Elon Musk nonstop, fucking writing this and this. You're bitching about everything. You're literally part of the fucking crowd that is so brainwashed on on and you think you you have all the answers and you know what the fuck is going on and you said this and you did it's like dude just let it be let it go man let this elon musk do what elon musk move on with your life move on with your life it's taking up too much everybody's too much too much time to put too much energy into this let him do what he's gonna do if you don't like it, leave the platform That's fine. People should if they don't like if they don't if they but really don't not, like it they're enough. They're not leaving. They're not leaving. Okay. They're just bitching. And you know who's bitching? One side. That's it. It's one side. One. When it was it's okay, the, I have a it's question. The ones that had the loud so, voices for the longest time, and now that they're not getting their way and they can't fucking brainwash people and put certain things in front of you 24-7 so you think and vote a certain way, that's just that. That's that's what it is. Okay. What it is. So this I'm not even this is not my opinion that I'm about to say. I just have a question. Based on what you just said. This is nothing I just want to preface this by saying this has nothing to do with my own stance on anything, which I have yet to even be able 
to approach you. I already know your stance, Adam. I read it every day. I already know your stance. So you don't need to explain it again. What's my stance? What's my stance? I'm not, dude, I'm not going over all of this. I'm not going to debate with you. I'm just telling you my point of view, and that's that. Okay, can I give mine? You're the one who brought it up. You're the one who brought it up, not me. I didn't bring it up. I'm not, I'm... Does it look like I'm 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 angry about this conversation? I'm just sitting here asking if I can even say anything, <laughs> or if this is just going to be a one-sided, you know, thing, and that's the show. I mean, if you, uh, especially since I've I've been now, like we went from talking about Twitter to now we're we're talking about Adam personally in the midst of all of it. So am I allowed to if I, if I, if I'm going to be brought up in something that Go wasn't for it. that Go I can do it. it? Okay. So first of all, I guess to just, I just, uh, I have the question first. So before, and I, and again, I'm not disagreeing with you before Elon Musk bought out Twitter, Twitter as a whole and continues to be to this day, despite the mass layoffs, extraordinarily left leaning from bottom to top. Woke. Okay. Not left leaning. Woke. Okay. Ultra woke. Thank you. Ultra woke. Whatever you want to call it is, is fine. So. With that being said, when it was like that, you're telling me that at no point in time, well, that was known, and obviously there's always going to be people that deny that it's going on, clearly, I don't think I was sitting around saying that the shit's never happened. Everyone that had a brain knows, because the discussion we had before, when you brought up, as you did, and we talked about this months ago, or last year, because it was before, long before Elon Musk mentioned anything about buying Twitter, was that billionaires of his status tend to go out and purchase media companies because they like to control the narrative as a billionaire because it has enormous value for them and their businesses. People have done it for a very long time. Most of the oldest media in North America and around the world operate within those confines. So we knew he was likely going to do it eventually, especially since he has become the most wealthiest man alive. So fine. Before he buys it, And it is that way because everyone that owns and runs Twitter, that's them. So clearly their bias will sneak into Twitter. And now that Elon owns Twitter, his biases will be what Twitter becomes. That's just the nature of things. When it was that, are you telling me that people who were on the opposite end of the woke, is what we're going to call them, weren't complaining about the fact that shadow banning and all the no. other suppression was happening. No. no. They weren't. They, none of them no. were complaining about it. Show me proof. No. No. Nobody no. complained about it. Okay. Okay, so now we're going to do nobody? No. Dude, like, I'm talking about the general minority, the, the loud minority. There was no loud minority. You know who was complaining about it? The right. The right. Because they were the one being canceled. And shadow yes, banned. Yes, yes, that's silence. what I'm getting at. That's what Those I'm getting at. Those were the ones. So it's understandable, right? The left, that, the yes. left in the woke, the cancel okay, culture, sure. they said nothing. They kept on their high horse that's and what, they yes. continued to I cancel. Mean, yes, I agree. That's what I'm trying to get at here, is that the ones that were being marginalized complained. Correct? And why wouldn't they? Their word's not getting out. They don't know what's happening. They're not technically breaking terms of service. They're gay, and that's why it's called shadow ban. Of course they'd be pissed off. Everyone's going to be pissed off about that shit. It's bullshit. Clearly. It's just that the company was being run by people with a bias, and so that bias becomes the platform. And so that was a problem. Now we have the opposite. 
Now I the, don't think it's the, the, op- I don't the think right it's the side. Now the right side is coming over. They're being allowed back in. And Elon <laughs> has said in specifically just this week, specifically about in questioning about the the council. What do they call the the con? Uh, oh, something council. It's the the, the uh, it's their moderation council. Whatever he called it. I can't remember what they're calling it now. Anyway, the question was brought up about shadow banning and the moderation council. And he discussed the difficulties around trying to create a moderation council, which is understandable because as we also talked about when we talked about Twitter before Elon actually went through the whole thing, this is extraordinarily difficult to moderate fairly any social media platform because anyone who has any power on it is going to have a very hard time not instilling any amount of bias that's a super fucking hard thing to do i wouldn't want to do it if somebody came to me and said hey be on a moderation council i'd be like pass hard pass i don't want that responsibility that's a really fucking hard thing to do and so he said that and then he followed up by saying that there will continue to be based on stuff that he was not willing to talk about yet because he is saying now he doesn't have the answer to, I'm guessing, I'm inferring that he doesn't have the answer to it at this moment. And he doesn't have the council built because he's only owned this platform for a couple of weeks. Would be my inference as well, which makes sense. It's logical. That there will continue to be, based on what this platform deems is an issue of any kind. He didn't specify... So there will continue to be shadow banning. Okay. Of either, now, we don't know which side it's going to be or where be. it comes from. There should be. There, there should, should be, be on a platform. There should be. There should be. Okay. It just should be equal. It sure. should be. There, it, 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 it's not. The problem is, Adam, just because you're silencing a few or banning certain people. And just to be clear, I'm not trying to make some sort of point by talking about all this. I'm just walking through this whole thing right yes, now. Yes, I, I, I understand. I understand okay. what you're saying. Okay. But what I'm yeah. telling you is definitively. Yeah. Sure. It was the woke mob that ran Twitter. The employees, far left, woke, the vast majority. The narrative, everything was spun for the ultra left, the woke, the cancel culture. They let it happen, period. When you're banning people like Andrew Tate off of, off of Twitter, or you're banning people like fucking, uh, I don't even know who else, but yet you've got other people... That Kanye, are I guess. Kanye, whatever, right? A- anybody. It doesn't really okay. matter. You are, they, are, they only want a certain type of voice there, and that is that. They want a certain narrative. They don't want you to think it's a certain way, and it's been like that for a long, long time. There is nothing wrong with banning people from a social media platform or even shadow banning specific people from, from a media platform mm-hmm. as long as it isn't a concentrated one-sided thing if it is across the board from all spectrums of your political views your different ideologies whatever that it isn't a targeted set group of people or a a a separate group of ideology then i don't see any problem at all with with what they're doing he's not coming through and saying hey I'm buying this and now nobody's going to get banned and nobody's going to get shadow banned or no, you know, it's going to be completely free speech where you can say anything you want at any time. He's not saying that, but people will go to the extreme and put words in his mouth because they're upset about the change and the fact that the narrative is changing, the platform is changing and they can't control 
and they can't control this billionaire and they don't like it. The government can't control him. The people can't control him. He's going to do what he wants to do and it scares the shit out of people and they're lashing out for it. That's just it. Okay. And I love it. Okay. So, so, uh, so I was just, I was just trying to get a baseline there with that because then I want to talk about about my stance on this, what you saw on Twitter, or what you said you've seen me talk about on Twitter, and then called me brainwashed about about my stances I took on Twitter. So I want to say that the only things that I have talked about on Twitter in regards to in regards to Elon's takeover uh, with this stuff is just stuff that's stuff that doesn't make any logical sense to me. And the first thing was the verification check mark. It's not that I don't give a fuck. Or that I give a fuck, I should say, about spending $8 on a checkmark. That's not my concern. My concern, not even a concern, the thing that made me confused was that conceptually, the idea was put forward by Elon and many other people, not just Elon, but loads of other people, that the checkmark as it existed was like some sort of like, they use like medieval terms and stuff. It was very odd. It was like some sort of like plebeian and then like, uh, um, uh, uh, like, like kings and fucking queens and like lording over everyone with a check mark, which they, we talked about on the podcast only about probably a month or two ago where people uh, in the gaming community were buying their check mark, their verification check mark. Well, not them specifically. It's usually I mean, like right, their listen, agent. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. Yes. If we go down this road, I'm doing no gaming news. We're going to go right into whatever. So sure. you can choose, you can pick and choose what you want. If you want to have a dialogue about fucking Twitter, I'm not- like, like okay, whatever, so then I, to, I am not staying around for the gaming news. I'm just being honest. Uh, I only have a certain amount of time tonight. I got better things to do. I'm, if this is I, the route you want to go, I'm just telling you, we're gonna I'm, we're gonna switch we're gonna switch subjects. We're gonna go right into the tech support and be done with this. All all I'm all I'm doing right now is allowing myself the opportunity after being called brainwashed to at least describe what my stance on any of the things that you would have even seen would I already have been. know what your I already know what your stance is. I don't really care about you. It's the fact that you on this platform of four people watching it and the five people that we'll see on the RSS feeds just listen to you call one of your best friends of 25 years brainwashed without now allowing or wanting to allow him to be able to even present anything in the first place. It's kind of insulting. Did I offend you? You did did offend me. Did I offend you? Yes, you you did. It was offensive. Not not because you called. Not because you called me brainwashed, but because the 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 way in which you did it, and then told me that the solution to it on the other side was to have the conversation privately. That was a bit fucked up. So what I'm going to do, whether you want to do gaming news or not, is I'm just going to present relatively briefly. What my actual stance is on the things that you would have seen me, which people can see on Twitter. I mean, my shit's there. What those actually are. And then that's all I'm interested in. I'm not trying to have a dialogue. I'm just trying to do what you did, which was explain your feelings about Twitter and Elon. And I'm just going to explain on my side. And that, that was it. I was, there's no, I'm not looking to have an argument or a debate or anything like that. It's only because of how it was presented that I'm trying to put my own shit forward. That's all it is. So as I was saying, as I was saying, with the check mark, I'm going to be honest. I, I think I'm going to take off because I, 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 I actually, I, I have, I have zero desire at all to talk about any of this. And to be honest, the chat's pissing me off. I don't feel because you know I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to tell you, my, my, my views on the world are not lining up with, with 
this fear that I'm in. Um, my, my views is I, I think very differently. And every time that I express my, my disdain for certain things, I am, I am constantly bombarded by, uh, a certain subgroup of people, okay. uh, because it's just the way that it is. And, and okay. I, I, I just don't That's give a fair. fuck. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a grown ass man. I don't need, I don't. That's fair. I don't need to be here, right? I don't need to do this. So uh, to me, to me, it's whatever. I'm not going to sit here and listen to a bunch of people that I truly just really don't care about their opinion because okay. they're so far gone that like, I don't, I didn't ask to have a political conversation in my gaming podcast. You're the one, you're the one who brought this shit up. And I listen, there's been, there's many. I wasn't trying to make it political. You, no, no, no. You brought that shit up. I did. So, so I told you how I felt about it, and sure. that's that. I don't want to have a conversation about Elon Musk. I don't care about what you think about Elon Musk. I don't care if you think Elon Musk is going to go broke from buying Twitter. I don't care if you think a check mark is good and how he's impl- – I don't care about any of it. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. None at all. Okay. I don't talk about it on Twitter. If I cared, you would have already seen me talk about it on Twitter and other social That's... media platforms. I'm not coming to my gaming podcast and having a political debate with somebody that is so far on one side and I'm so far on the other that no good will come from this. And now I got to listen to the loud, not even minority, I got to listen to the loud majority of people on the side, not only in the comment section of this YouTube video, but also in this Twitch chat, back you up, talk shit about me, and I'm just not gonna, I'm not standing here for it. I'm not doing it. I'm not I'm a not, punching bag. I'm not, I'm not doing it. So, I'm, not, I'm not trying so, to have a debate. Adam, I don't, Adam, here's the thing, bro. I don't care because it's turning into one and I don't want to have one. I'm trying, I did my best and I've done this in the past to say, I don't want to talk about something because I know where it goes because we're on two different spectrums and that's okay. That's okay. I still love you. I still love you. You're still my boy. I just have no desire at all to talk about this in front of an audience. That is specifically why I told you, if you want to talk about it in private, I'll talk about it in private and I'll call you brainwashed to your face too. I don't care. That's the thing. Like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying what's on my mind. So it's, it's one way or another. I, I am done talking about this. So I can leave and you can go ahead and give your points of view and you can do whatever, or we can move on. And we can continue this podcast. It's up to you. It doesn't matter to me, but I'm not going to sit here and listen to it from the chat, from the YouTube, anything. I'm not signing up for it. I don't care. There's your options. I'm giving them to you straight up. So you can pick. It's up to you. Hmm. Sorry, just give me a second. I'm just processing that. Give me a second. Sure. Okay. So what I will say then, and then we will move on, is if anyone is interested since since if i talk about it we have to end the podcast today you what don't have my to end the podcast is, i can leave 
but that you can just continue uh, your podcast. But that and that just effectively ends the podcast at that point. If it's just me standing here to to give to give my side of, of what that was about, and again, I was only interested in giving it after I was called brainwashed. Up to that point, I didn't care. I was willing to just let you say your piece, and then that was it. Adam, because I, I never already know Adam, but Adam, I already know, and so does this entire podcast where you stand politically and where I stand politically. So we're, we but are, it's not about we politics. are, we are on two. It's not about politics. It is the whole bio is politics, bro. The whole thing. It's all political, all of it. And when we start talking about it, dude, I like, that's the thing. I got to listen to a bunch of fucking idiots in comment sections, in chats, trying to explain all this dumb shit. And it doesn't, it, it's not an important part of my life. I don't care about it. That's the thing. If you want to have it consume your life and you want to sit on Twitter all day and you want to you want to respond to Elon Musk 10 15 times a day, go ahead. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care to talk about it. It's not that important. I got real real life shit to do, man. I'm like out here actually living my life, doing shit for me and my family, I don't give a fuck about Elon Musk. I really don't. And I most certainly don't give a fuck about woke tears on top of that. So you add those two together and I really am checked out. So I didn't want to talk about it. Because I see it all day long. Aren't you tired of talking about it and seeing it? Isn't this a place that we go to escape this dumb shit? Why are I, we doing it here? I brought it up just to just to make a quick joke about it. There was no it's not even in the notes. It's not even in the patch notes here. I just brought it up as a joke segue to move into another topic. That's literally all it was. There was no point to talk about it. Certainly not to politicize it. And yes, it is a, it might be a political move, but it wasn't to politicize it. It was just it was just a it was literally a joke segue. But yes, we absolutely can move on from that. Thank you. We can move on. We can move on. Thank you. If you want to spend six hours on your stream going through your shit, go ahead, man. No one's stopping you, bro. It wasn't about six hours. No one's stopping you, bro. Oh. No one's stopping you. You don't even have to defend yourself, Adam. Because the vast majority of people that watch this podcast, they all hate Elon Musk, too. So you're okay, bro. I it's don't okay. even hate Elon Musk. It's okay, bro. It's okay. Where did you okay. get the idea that I hate It's him? okay, Adam. It's okay. It's all right, man. Why are you being condescending no, about this? Dude, because, bro, because it, it, it's, it's just the way it is. It's, it's, what is the way it is? Why are you being condescending now? I just told her we're, we're good. And now all of a sudden you want, I don't understand what it is. Like, I didn't even say I hate the guy. I've never said I hate Elon Musk. I just literally, ironically, on my stream here last night, night before, talked about how I actually still have respect for the guy. But, okay. Anyway. God of War Ragnarok dropped this week, despite its being out for the last week or so, thanks to an early embargo hit. It's doing remarkably well, hitting 94 on Metacritic, matching the original in 2018 of 94. Probably gonna sell a shitload of video games and a shitload of consoles, if I had to take a wild fucking guess. Take-Two finally also sold all of the GTA 5 copies they can, it seems, after, like, I don't know, 10 fucking years of selling 410,000 copies every 5 to 10 minutes. They've decided that, hey, maybe we've actually hit saturation. We can't do this shit anymore. And so they started to slide down. They're not selling as many copies anymore. And the result of that alongside of their inability as Take-Two the publisher 
excuse me, to hit their to hit their targets, chiefly with their mobile division. Uh, uh, coincidentally, after having just talked about blizzards and Activisions, uh, they saw they saw a sharp fifteen percent drop in their stock price. After all of their missed uh, estimates, it's kind of climbed back, but not really. We'll have to see if it uh, continues to climb back. It, well, if it does, it will take some time. Anytime a company of that size misses, misses marks like that, and they, they don't see GTA 6 with an actual release date, they're interested in when they're going to get their next round of, uh, of, of money as investors. So they've dipped for now, and they'll come back later. But for now, yeah, it was a 15% drop. And it's kind of indicative of the mobile game market uh, impact in general right now. Uh, all of gaming is down, clearly, because nobody can afford to uh, buy a loaf of bread or three bananas at the store right now, let alone actually go out and buy video games or spend $58 every three days on V-Bucks for their Fortnite expenditures. Uh, but mobile gaming has hit way fucking harder than uh, even the console market. So the console market, as we've discussed here in the podcast, continues to crank shit out. Uh, PlayStation only just recently finally hit supply to meet, and, and well, not even meet, but slightly surpassed demand. Somebody posted a, an image on Twitter here uh, last week or this or early this week where they went into a, a Walmart or some shit, and there was actually like 15 PS5s in behind a glass case, something we haven't seen literally since that console actually hit the market. And so that shows you that we're actually still doing at least relatively well on the console side. Same with the Xboxes, they're still selling well. And we actually just saw Microsoft come out with all their numbers talking about growth in various ways, and PlayStation talking about, despite the fact that their overall subscriptions for their uh, subscription services uh, has gone down, their actual monetary gain has gone up, largely due to price increases, I would have to take a guess. And so their, their numbers are still being hit for the most part, while mobile has been tumbling down. In fact, I looked up some numbers earlier and earlier this year, the only segment of mobile gaming that actually saw growth for downloads was the action segment, and it came in at a whopping 5%. The rest of the market fucked off somewhere for vacation at Tahiti. That shit's down 28, 30% across almost every other category uh, year over year. And so clearly some of that has to do with, uh, with monetary uh, issues going on in the world right now. But I had a question to propose to you, Mr. Black, and that was chiefly, what else do you think is happening? Do you think that people that have been brought up on, and we talked about this on the podcast too not too long ago, brought up on the mobile gaming market and have been used to spending money uh, in micro amounts to the point where they forget that they've spent $55,000 uh, a year on microtransactions, do you think that they've hit an age now where they went, wait a minute, that's a bad idea. Maybe we shouldn't be doing that any longer because, uh, you know, if the consoles were also tanking out so hard and PC was also tanking out so hard, but demand is barely being able to keep up with shit on those two still. And any, any backslides are relatively minor compared to mobile. So what do you think other than uh, people you know, not being able to, uh, 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 you know, to, to have the money they used to here in the last six to nine months, what do you think might be contributing factors for mobile? Do you think that is the case? Is there a shift in the culture of gaming on mobile? Or do you think it is just really that the people that would be spending money on mobile suddenly don't have the money? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think part of it might be a lot of other stuff is going up as well. Like, you know, the economy itself is it's taken a beating. People are losing money. Inflation is at all time high. Uh, you've already got a bajillion other streaming services and different things. I, I don't think it's necessarily one thing where it's like, Oh, you know, the kids, 
are no longer using their parents' credit card, and now they have to use their own credit card, and now they're thinking, well, I'm not going to spend that money. People are going to spend money on whatever the fuck they want to spend money on. If they, if they like it enough, they're going to spend money. Whether they have it or they don't, they're going to find it, and they're going to spend it. I think what this is, I think it's just a far bigger issue. It's not just about the games. I mean, I think part of, I think part of it is there's too much microtransactions. I think part of it is um, there's a lot of free-to-play games now. Um, there's, there's just more, more options. Um, I also think, I think a lot of people kind of identify with one or two games and that's where they pile most of their money in. Um, and then I think the main thing is, is people are just fucking don't have that much money in 2022. I just think, you know, uh, the pandemic, like if numbers are going down, like we come out of the pandemic. So like everybody's home, everybody's playing games. Everybody's, everybody's got more money than they ever did. Believe it or not. Um, you know, most people, I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people were getting checks. A lot of people got money. And when you're getting checks and you're getting money and you're not going out to eat, you're not traveling, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. Money, money starts to just show up. You're like, whoa, if I'm not eating out at this restaurant three times a week, holy shit, I've got an extra $300 in my pocket. So people were just spending more money, um, I think throughout the pandemic. Um, and, um, uh, now we're out of the pandemic and um, people are back to work uh, and the economy is shit because of the pandemic and of many other things. And they just don't have the money. I think that's it's probably the big, the big reason. I could be wrong, but. Yeah, I, I, I've been trying to figure out what the why all of the segments except for action games has been the one taking it. If I like, I, I because I agree with everything you said there. I'm just trying to figure out why, for whatever reason, all these other segments tank so fucking hard. I guess that's just kind of the one one thought that I had is that uh, smartphones and shit have gotten more so powerful now that the games that people are playing are substantially closer to, let's say, playing a game on the Switch than it would have ever been before, where, like, mobile games before uh, really struggled to break into certain genres of, of gaming because they just didn't have the horsepower to necessarily do it, so everyone's playing fucking, you know, Candy Crush shit on their phone, and now all of a sudden we've got Genshin Impact, we've got PUBG Mobile, we've got Call of Duty Mobile, we've got, like, legitimate fucking full-blown first-person shooters uh, you know, ran full of microtransactions on phones now that play, you know, especially if you strap a controller to your phone that play damn near similar to, uh, to the, the console or PC version. So the only thing I could come up with is that, is that it represents two things. One, all of the monetary things you just mentioned there and the various categories in which they, they come at people. And then two, I think it's kind of indicative of the direction of the types of games that are becoming more popular on mobile, where it's no longer just, I didn't even mention Fortnite for fuck's sake, Fortnite for God, like that's, that's another one. So, uh, kind of indicative of the most popular games that are happening to be on phones now that a lot of people are playing in the millions and millions and millions versus what it used to be. So I think like, you know, while some of those other games are still going to be popular, the ones that are hitting big and making all the revenue are going to be these bigger, fuller experiences, closer to console experience kind of situation. So I think that might be why there's still some sort of growth 
in those in that category it was it was really one it was the, the the fucking chart looked hilarious it was five percent on one which is barely growth at that point and then everyone else was like 15 20 30 plus percent just in one year so i think that does kind of a uh, point in in maybe a, a shift in it and i do hope personally that while it is likely only a small portion of this shift in in revenue and whatnot on mobile that those people that did grow up used to, as we've talked about them so many times before, spending all this money on phone games, that maybe they did hit an age where they went, wait a minute, I'm getting fleeced to fuck out of every dollar that I freaking bring in, uh, you know, to my hands, I'm putting it directly into this game, and I'm watching all these other people on consoles and PC, and yeah, they're getting fucked too, but they're getting fucked with like a four-inch dick, and I'm getting fucked with a 12 and a half-inch penis, and I need to reduce the size of that before I'm shitting just walking down the hallway. And so I think I'm hoping that that's kind of where they're going with this shit, because that would be ideal, because what it means is maybe... It will stop the fucking explosion of, of, of the stuff happening on consoles and on PCs, or at least put like a soft ceiling in place where they don't just perpetually chase after the type of transactional, you know, uh, uh, revenue spend that phones have and bring it to other places. And that's just a personal one for me, because we talked about this uh, on my stream the other day, too, where it was just like, man, games as a service is really taking the fucking fun at a lot of this shit. Like, it just... Like, it, 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 everything feels like a transaction now. Even when it's not a transaction, when you turn a game on, you feel like you're actively involved in a transaction because you're just getting bombarded. The first thing you boot up Call of Duty, what do you see? Messages of the day. What's the messages of the day shit? 14 different Battle Pass-related things. Here's an expansion this. Here's a fucking way to come online and spend that. Here's our latest Doritos promotional material and your Mountain Dew that you can fucking put in an IV and hook up to your fucking main vein while you're playing Call of Duty for 14 to 15 days straight. It's all there. So the moment you turn on, you're already getting hit with it. And it just kind of sucks the fun out of the fucking game. And, and so I do hope that maybe at the very least, you know, if we stopped here, if the fun bus stopped here, I could live with it, but if it, like, kept crawling to where the phone shit is, oh my god, I don't know, I'd be, like, reduced to just playing, I'd be, I'd be buying a fucking, like, retro tank, and I'd be plugging in my N64, and I'd just never leave. That'd be it. I'd be phoning it in and playing, like, Harvest Moon for the rest of my life. Call it a fucking day. What do you think about that shit? You don't play as many games now, but you're starting to play games off-stream <laughs> occasionally. What do you do? You get annoyed with if you dip your toes into this kind of stuff, or are you still managing to like play mostly games where that doesn't exist yet, like single player experiences and things? Yeah, that I don't. It yeah, hasn't I hit. don't get. I don't really get bombarded too much with all this extra stuff on the games that I play. I mean, there's mm. always options. Like I, in the games I play, like I can. There are options to buy things and skins and different stuff. But yeah, I'm yeah. Just, it doesn't. That doesn't do anything. It's like for desensitized. Me. Yeah, I just don't care. <laughs> Right. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm going to play the game and I don't need a different color shirt or shoes or pants, or I don't need a different icon. I just play the game. That's it. And if, and if it's egregiously like pay to win, I just don't play the game. Yeah. It's just not, it's just not a game for me. So it's like, I just don't sign up. I just don't sign up for the madness. That's what I'm concerned with is the pay to win shit making it its way over where it just becomes more and more like a, a thing where like you're kind of you're they're, cro you're they're encroaching on that with Call of Duty now where like with Warzone and stuff 
in order to unlock certain guns, you need to own the main game, and then you go unlock them in the main game's multiplayer, and then you bring it over to Warzone, or they'll have guns behind the paid battle pass or something like that. And so, and oftentimes, big shocker, those guns tend to do pretty fucking well versus other guns. And so it's not necessarily pay to win, but they're like flirting with the edge of it to see, you know, where people's uh, lines are. Yeah. And uh, and so it's true. I'm I'm the same way. If no, but conversely, if I'm playing something and I really fucking like it and I'm enjoying my character and I want to customize it, I won't mind if I spend ten, fifteen dollars or whatever the fuck to do my thing. Uh, like when we played Halo Infinite at first, and I was really enjoying myself. I saw that the armor I used to wear, and and I did lament this that I got for free in Halo on Halo Three. That was just the armor that I wore in Halo Three. Now they're selling it back to me as a millennial with fucking. Uh, nostalgia problems uh you know I, I bought my 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 spartan this uh, this armor and that was okay but like when it becomes a pay-to-win thing yeah that's a fucking pain in the ass i just wish they didn't hit you with it so much like you turn the game on uh, the first thing i don't want to see is an ad i don't i don't really feel like i want to see it even though i'm just like slamming the b button the whole way through because i know it's coming it's just kind of like it's it's 20 years of it and my i'm, I'm just yeah. old and addled now is, and so it's uh, thankfully not in too many of the the single player games um, so we talked about that, that, and that. Uh, oh, here's one that a lot of people were, uh, were, uh, were interested in this week, especially in, in comparison or contrast to the Helena Taylor, uh, Bayonetta 3 incident that we talked about, uh, for the last two podcasts, where, uh, she came out and gave some very specific information that was like the, uh, lawyer speak technically correct, but totally not the entirety of the reality of the situation kind of thing in her video, uh, and, uh, and then that whole wave played out, so everyone knows how that went. So this is kind of the opposite of that, where she gave a very little bit of information, that was then investigated to be discovered to be a lot more information that she was leaving out that uh, that would have gained uh, a lot more uh, or a lot less traction if she had been honest about the situation when she uh, when she released it. This is the opposite of that. So uh, this is about uh, Doom, Doom Eternal specifically, uh, which was a pretty fucking good video game. It specifically had pretty fucking incredible music, uh, and that pretty fucking incredible music was uh, brought to you by one Mr. Mick Gordon. Uh, who laid out a hefty thread of receipts to back up a great example of a truly awful freelance artist's experience with video game companies. So this guy has never worked as like an on-hand employee. He's always been freelance. He's contractual. He mentions in this in this article he wrote for Medium that nothing is ever, and this is smart and more people should do this, nothing happens without a contract. Everything is on paper. Everything is signed off for. Nothing is a, you know, message me on email and be like, oh yeah, I'll get, yeah, I'll totally do that. No, you want to add that? New piece of paper, new signature, everything. So this man is loaded to bear with about as many actual receipts as you could possibly hope for to defend himself, which is good because the executive producer of the game, Marty Stratton, posted an open letter on Reddit. This, I think it was earlier this year. I think it might have been like as far back as May. An open letter on Reddit, for whatever reason, detailing how the creation of Doom Eternal's soundtrack was a nightmare. Uh, Mick Gordon brought the receipts uh, for this to shut this down because he specifically called out Mick Gordon in this open letter. For whatever fucking reason. Uh, And of course, being the guy who made all the music, even if he didn't mention his name, kind of obvious who he was talking about at the time, uh, was Mick Gordon. So, in the midst of all this, the highlights for this... 
is that the open letter is posted. Uh, Mick Gordon smartly goes away, doesn't say anything. Probably lawyers up, looks at everything. Internally, Mick said, for months, he asked to, to bring this to closure privately between the two to settle whatever the fuck it was that this guy was going on about with this open letter on Reddit. He refused over and over and over again and continued to perpetuate the story that he put out there. Then he said that Stratton also offered him six figures after a while to go away and don't talk about it. So again, this is about as opposite as that Helena Taylor situation you could possibly get. But he was offered all this money. Six figures is no joke. That's a lot of, do- that's a lot of dollars to not talk about this. And uh, after all these months... And finally, clearly with legal counsel, because this is, a, this is a, 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 a hard thing to dance around, decided that, uh, as he said, the truth was more important than the money because it, this hurt his professional, uh, his professional uh, reputation amongst the community, clearly. If somebody comes out as an executive producer for something like Doom and says it was a nightmare to do the soundtrack and you're the soundtrack guy, that might be a problem when you're looking to go get more work in the future. And so he's decided that he has to, that for him, it's better if he comes out and clears his name than just taking this six-figure uh, six deal to uh, shut up and, and let Stratton, you know, have his open letter on Reddit. And so as such, he goes on Medium, which is a website, if, if people are in the gaming sphere, they might not know about it, but Medium is like a, a tech blog place where people can go and write long-form content, and it's kind of produced like almost like blogs, but any, almost anyone can go there and write something on Medium for it. So he wrote this, and this is a bit, this, when I say he brought the receipts, Mr. Black, Medium estimates at the top of all the articles how long it would take you to read it. I think I, I didn't, I didn't link it. I was going to link it so you could see just how lengthy this bitch is. 60 minutes is this read. An hour of straight reading for the average person to get through the, the, uh, this carefully laid out. And I'm, when you, it is immaculate. This man wrote a thesis. It's not like he went and just ran, like, at night and just, like, fucking slammed all this shit on a keyboard and pressed enter. This thing is immaculate. 60 minutes worth of text. Outlining everything. So many receipts as to why Stratton was lying through his teeth about literally everything that he brought up was bullshit. Which is probably why he offered him six figures to not open his mouth and, uh, and, and talk about it publicly. So he posted this whole thing, and now, obviously... Stratton, a bit of a bit of a, a bit of a of a clusterfuck, so to speak. I haven't personally seen uh, if there's been any more development of this as as to like what is going to happen with Stratton uh, or what is happening here with Mr. McGordon. Uh, but needless to say, unlike the Helena Taylor situation, when people started reading this, they were like, "Okay, we're actually safe to defend Mick this time because last time we defended Helena, and then as it turns out, we got burned to shit." For defending Helena because she was lying the whole fucking time. And, well, not lying, but, like, technically saying things. Whereas this guy brought a tome. And it is emails. And it is contracts. And it is phone calls. And it is everything. And so, lots of people coming to his, uh, to his defense. But it is a, if you want to read it, you can go and search it out. Not hard to find. One of the most talked about things in the gaming sphere this week. Uh, and, uh, very interesting. If you are interested in this stuff where you want to know what it's like, for example, even if you're not interested in this specific issue, what it does give you a glimpse into is just how chaotic AAA gaming development is. 
and just how many moving parts are constantly going and how things can derail and timelines constantly moving and everyone is trying to like meet together and make all of this work uh and 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 it's and and some people from the outside look at AAA and go okay so they just take like you know 500 million dollars throw it at a wall and God of War Ragnarok comes out the other side and that's not at all how any of that goes. Uh, and say, Sony Santa Monica is probably like one of the best examples of a well-oiled machine. So if you like put that in the hands of like, let's say Bethesda, who I don't know if we would call it a well-oiled machine uh, most of the days of the week, you might see why it would be a more uh, a more of an average look into the industry as a whole. Very, uh, very interesting uh, read indeed. And definitely an hour. So like grab a coffee and whatever else. And if you're a slower reader... Break that shit up into multiple sections, because you're going to be there for a long fucking time. Uh, but yeah, just a good example of what it's like as a freelance worker in the video game industry. And I'm, a, I'm sure if you extrapolated this and applied it to the movies industry, if you're doing voiceover or, 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 um, uh, or soundtracks and things of that nature, it's probably similar. Timelines are insane. People keep asking you to change things. You probably want to make sure that you're getting people to sign a thousand pieces of paper uh, if they are asking you for this stuff, because I'm sure, like anyone, if they can get away with just asking you for it and not having another piece of paper, clearly they're just going to ask you for it so that they don't have to, like, you know, pay you more money or some other bullshit down the line. So definitely an interesting read uh, for that indeed. Uh, And that's kind of... Oh, one more thing. Two more things, actually. Uh, one, Sonic came out Frontiers. I can quickly say this. It came out. It's all over the map. I've seen, I, in the same spot on Twitter, two different posts. First one was reviewed a seven. Second one was a two. That's the, that, to give you an idea of how divisive that game is right now, you've got, you've got somebody, and I, again, on my stream, I talked about, if you see a game, just to put this into context, if you see a game given a two, and it's a ten-point scale, Run. Yeah, because I mean. nobody uses the two on a 10-point scale ever. Normally, it goes from a five straight to one. There is no four, three, and two. If you see those numbers, it means not only is the game dog shit, but it affected the player, the reviewer, in such a way that they actually wanted to be accurate with the number that they gave the review. Because otherwise, it goes from five to one. It's never four, it's never three. So if it's a two, that is the, that's technically worse than a one. So maybe be cautious about it. But again, second, like, post right after, 7 out of 10. So, fucking, I don't even know what to tell you. If you really love Sonic, I don't even know if that's the solution. Maybe if you don't like Sonic, this is the game for you. I don't, I don't know. Good luck. Maybe watch some shit on Twitch. This might be one of those times where you just go find somebody who is streaming this shit or making a YouTube video before you buy that thing because it's all over the fucking map. It's absolutely insane. I will say this at the very least, that people did say, in general, from what I read, that as bad as the promotional material looked, it's not as bad as that. Except for the guy that gave it a 2. Clearly that guy fucking salty as shit about that game, giving it a 2 out of 10. And then lastly for gaming news, Mass Effect news. It was N7 day uh, this, uh, this last week, and they released another teaser for Mass Effect 4, that's the upcoming... We uh, talked about on the podcast how a long time ago now they uh, they finally learned their lesson that uh, Andromeda was a bad idea and they needed to get the fuck away from Andromeda. So what do they do? Go back to the trilogy that everyone loved and add a four to it. 
So that's what they're doing. So they put out, uh, we already knew about the teaser from before. It was one picture. People were zooming in, like, fucking enhance, 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 trying to, like, extract every ounce of information from every pixel on the poster. And now in this one, same thing's happening, but it was, like, some audio involved as well. And it appears as though, for this upcoming game, that it's happening within 10 years of Mass Effect 3. And that, for whatever reason, we're hearing, I think it's Liara's voice in these... It sounds like, despite the fact that we were to believe that all of the mass relays, which are the the giant rings out in space that people were using to travel across vast areas of space, somebody has a working one. Somewhere. And that's kind of what it sounds like right now. So we're within 10 years, I think, of the of the trilogy, and a mass relay may or may not actually be working. That's about all that I've extracted out of this. Otherwise... Commander Shepard, my favorite game on the on the fucking Citadel. All the memes are all coming back because the cast and crew are returning. Uh, at least a few of them are, anyway. And we'll see how it goes. Is it on I, a new engine, or is it on the old engine? I, f- I hope it's on a new engine, because Mass Effect 3 was... When did Mass Effect 3 come out? 20... 15? 14? It's been a while, so I would imagine. Um, now, EA is, EA is the overlord there. And so there's a really good shot that it is coming out on the Frostbite or whatever version of Frostbite the EA has been forcing every developer underneath of them to use now for about 10 years, whether it was good, which is what happened to Andromeda, by the way. That was part of why Andromeda sucks some balls. That's part of why uh, Dragon Age struggled with their release. EA said everyone is using Frostbite and somebody, somebody at Bioware said, hey, uh, so this actually doesn't have saves. There's no save point feature in this engine. How are we going to make an RPG without save points? And EA said, figure it out. And that's why you got a weird fucking Dragon Age and a weird fucking Mass Effect. Congratulations, EA. Actually, the problem large, largely for that. So hopefully, now that the tools are there, the engine has been used enough, if it is Frostbite or their more recent engines, that's what I would expect for this. It'll probably look pretty fucking good. I think everyone would like like to hear Unreal 5 because we've all seen Unreal 5 and Unreal 5 looks fucking phenomenal. Uh, and so, you know, that would be, you know, hopeful. But depending on how long this game's already been in development, it's more likely going to be something uh, out of EA's stable of, uh, of unstable engines. We'll find out uh, which one when it comes out. As long as it doesn't end up being so shit as Andromeda, I'm... Mass Effect used to be one of my favorite franchises, and then they just went and fucked it in the pussy. So as long as they fuck, as long as they don't fuck that up again, I mean, my God, you tried playing Mass Effect once, didn't you? You didn't. I think I lent you yeah, my you Mass lent Effect it. games. You lent me a copy, and yeah. you just didn't. You just couldn't quite get into it. A little I too just slow. Couldn't get into it. It was. It was very slow. That's it was true. Like, it was especially the so first slow. one. Yeah, and I'm sure it, it, the deeper you get into the game, it probably speeds up, and like, but there's so much fucking talking to NPCs and chilling and sitting and going and you have to read through and then you've got all these different options and then there's side quests and then I I see a side quest and I don't want to just go to the main quest because now I hate seeing a quest that I don't do you know it's like one of those things where it's uh I don't know it it's feels like it's a waste of time or you or not a waste of time but not what you're mostly interested in, really. Exactly. You want to you just be like on a railroad, almost a little bit more linear, a little, a lot more linear. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't mind taking 
It's kind of like um, if you're walking down a, or you're walking down a hallway, and you and you know you got to get to the end of the hallway to leave the building. So you're like, sounds okay, like I Final go Fantasy Thirteen. Exactly right, <laughs> which which I enjoyed. Yes, I exactly. Enjoy That's Final why. Fantasy yeah, so, yeah. Okay, but as you're walking down this hallway, you know, and this um this is like the Mass Effect, or this is like the the other like mm. RPG type uh, games that are just way too open open. Walking down the hall, and you've got a door to your left, and in the door to your left, there's like you know two naked chicks, smoke shows, dime pieces. The girl of your dreams. And they're like, come on in and just, you've been walking for too long. Come on in here and just fill me up. And you're like, okay, <laughs> sure. But as, as, you're wa- as you're about to go in the room, you turn around and there's another door to the right side. And over there, there is like that one Japanese sushi restaurant that you've heard everything about. And it looks incredible. And you've got your own chef. And he's like, come on in. And enjoy the best sushi of your life. Like this, you cannot not try the sushi. It's amazing. So then you're sitting here, you're looking at these two chicks that are saying, come on in here, come fill me up. And then you see the, 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 the sushi over there. They're saying, come, come get your fill, come eat. And then you're trying to figure it out. So, but then you know what? You're a man. So you think with your dick and you go inside the room. But as you go inside the room, there's another option to your left. All right, and this option is a private jet. You can go wherever you want in the world, free of charge. Choose. You can just go wherever. All expenses paid. Now you got to think, damn. You know, do I go do, like I'm going to do all of these things. But which one do I go to first? And then you go, okay, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going on the jet. I can smash these chicks later. You get on the jet. And then the pilot looks at you and says, hey. It's a one-way trip. It's a one-way trip. <laughs> there's no going back to those chicks. There's no, com- there's no coming back here. Then you go, okay, well, fuck it. Let me go get my sushi. Let me go smash these chicks. And then I'll come on the jet. So you leave. And you go to the chicks. You're like, all right, let's get it on. They're like, well, you need a condom. You have to go, <laughs> you have to go back down the hall, but take the third door to your left. And then you go down there. And then it's a condom shop, but some of them have holes in them. And you're like, I can't, I can't That's do this. That's a terrible condom shop. So then you realize it's a horrible condom shop, but everybody in the game has been through this condom shop and, and you know, people have been picking them up, poking holes, being menaces and whatever. So now you're <laughs> going, well, shit, now I got to figure out which one's got the hole, which one can <laughs> I not take? But in order to find that you got to take it across the hall. To another shop where they where they look at these under a light, a special light, but the light bulb is burnt out. So now you got to go down three more. You got to go down a couple more meters down the hall to another door to go and get this special light. Okay, now you can get the light. Fantastic, you got it. But it costs eighty five credits, and you've got ten credits, and you're like, shit, I need to go grind some 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 dudes. So that I, okay, wait, I got to go grind some monsters. Or okay, I got to go so- kill some monsters to get some credits. <laughs> I mean, grinding dudes could have also been a very viable way to make 85 credits. I don't know. I mean, it depends. I'm like telling if- you. And, 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 and so you decide, fuck it. You know what? Screw it. I'm not even going to smash the chicks. It's too much work. I'm just going to go and enjoy sushi. But now you go over to the sushi bar and, and the guy is off. 
You missed your opportunity. Now you got to wait till the morning for him to show back up. So you're like, well, shit, what am I going to do in the meantime? Well, I can't go on the trip. <laughs> Better go grind some dudes. Way, I got to go grind some dudes. <laughs> so I may as well go do that. I guess I'm going back to go get this light because these guys, this, this, this chef ain't going to be back till night. So I guess I'll go grind these dudes. And then by the time I'm done grinding these dudes and I get my light, the chef is going to be open. So you go grind these dudes. You go get the light. You check out the condom. You go eat your fill. Then you go back over to go smash the chicks. You spend all that time. It's the time of the month. Now they don't want to smash. <laughs> so you're like, okay, well, fuck it. Let me just keep walking down this hall a little bit to see what else. And then there's 17 other different side missions. Next thing you know it, you haven't even gone to the end of the hall to continue the main story arc. You haven't even started the game yet. This is That's tutorial. how I feel about Mass Effect. That's how I feel about Mass Effect. I, I need, I need, because all the options seem like good options. I mean, yeah, sushi, hot chicks, grinding dudes. That's like the top three right there. There it is. No discrimination. You do what you no. got to do. And you know what? And one of them is an alien chick. And you know you want to get up inside that. You got to try it out, right? So that's pretty much how I feel about Mass Effect. There's just too much. It's too much stimulation. It's too much, too many options. I need it to be a little bit more linear. It's okay to go on like little tiny side quests and paths as long as it feels as though those are important to the story. And I feel like I'm progressing in the game. There is nothing worse than spending 20, 30 hours of a game doing side quests and you haven't even done 5% of the main game. Maybe some people love that shit. And to those that do, Hey, get lost in the sauce, baby. Enjoy it for me. I'm just too ADHD to friggin' to, I, I, I can't, I, I have to, I need direction. I need a little, a little bit more linear. I need to feel like the story is progressing. I can't do 20 hours. I forget what the last thing I did. It's like, dude, I feel like I'm playing a different game. I, I, they're like, oh, yeah, welcome. Uh, I heard you've been looking for a key. And I'm like, what, what fucking key? I don't even remember. It's like I got I to gotta record my footage and go back and watch what I did 40 hours ago to figure out exactly where I went in the specific door, in the specific house, in the specific hallway at the specific time. It, it's just it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree. Uh, I Mass Effect 1 uh, was just slow for a bunch of reasons, but that's definitely one of them is like how much side questing and stuff there is. Like it's, uh, and that era of, of adventure games too was really bad for that shit because everyone, mm -hmm. had, everyone had like, had, I started getting the, uh, we hadn't quite hit peak Assassin's Creed shit yet, but it was right before then. So, like, we got a lot of side quests that took you off course. And, and again, I'm the same. Like, I'd forget what the fuck I was doing. I don't even know what the main story is anymore. I've been... Uh, but, and I also found it really funny because in Mass Effect, you're on a bit of a timeline, especially like three. Like, there's an impending war coming, and you manage to find 30 hours of gameplay worth of shit to do that has nothing to do, really, with preparing you for this war. You're just like, I know this war, but hold up. I gotta go grab this sushi and smash these girls uh, mm -hmm. and grind these dudes. Mm -hmm. uh, and somebody says, but we're actually, but, but Commander Shepard, the universe will come to an end if we don't get this shit done right now. And you're like, yeah, but sushi. Yeah. And so I like, like I, 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 I would like, I, you know, I like it when games do a better job of taking side quests and merging it with 
the main quest line. Yes. So you're still technically going doing the main in the quest same direction. Exactly. But it's but you don't but you don't veer so far off that you forget what the shit you were doing when you eventually come back on the main yes. the main path. I don't necessarily want Final Fantasy 13. That was literally no, just a straight was, line. It's too linear. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Especially in a genre of Final Fantasy where like you're used to an open world. I think if they would have I think if they would have done 50% of like your regular open world Final Fantasy, then it would have it would have played better um as a, as a Final Fantasy game. It became a bit too much like an action RPG like a like a too too almost like I don't want to say Devil May Cry like, but it was a bit it was very linear, very action packed and it that's fine. I I enjoyed it, but I could have done for a little bit more of what a you're extra. Yeah. A little a little extra. Just don't yeah. go crazy. That's why I liked like the uh, a good example before we move on here the because we're getting up on 6 but the um the comparison of like old Zelda games versus something like Breath of the Wild. So like Ocarina of Time there were side mm-hmm. quests or Majora's Mask there were there were loads of masks you didn't necessarily have to get but if you mm-hmm. got them it was cool, and they actually still would. Oh, like they came in handy to some degree. You didn't have to have them to finish the dungeons, but it might have made them easier, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it all felt like it was still part of the same thing. And then you get to like Breath of the Wild, and they're like, "Here's 900 Korok seeds. I'm gonna put them all over the fucking map. Go have fun." Uh, or, or like other games where where it's like a fetch quest. It's like I need three grapes, and these grapes are in the Himalayas, hiding up where the monks fucking you know chill on a daily basis, and it take you five hours to get there. And then you get like five gold on the other end for doing this quest, and it doesn't do anything but just have you spend time going from point A to point B. Like that's too much of that shit. So like we, closer to how older games did, and probably by necessity. Where, you know, an entire cartridge of N64, I think, was like 32 fucking megabytes or some shit. So it's like they couldn't put the Assassin's Creed, open the map, and it looks like Liberace vomited on the (laughs) map with all of the dots and fucking points of interest and collectible feathers and fucking all that shit. So, like, more Nintendo 64, again, I've already been here before today, but more Nintendo 64, less of whatever the shit this mid-2000s, late 2010 design philosophy is too much back off on it we just want sushi and then go on a ship that's really all we're looking for oh we want to smash too well yeah yeah do we, we but we don't need the 85 gold condom shop we don't especially if they're all it's full un- of holes it's unnecessary i'd rather just go in deep inside and take my chances <laughs> seriously now there's another quest side quest oops you're pregnant there it is there it is uh, I think that is it for the gaming segment, which means it's time to sell out. Mr. Black, tell everyone about our one and only and uh, greatest sponsor, NordVPN. Uh, well, first, we're going to go to patreon.com slash lag TV. Um, if you want to continue to support the podcast, if you want to still see it, go. Uh, go show some love. If you can't, that's totally fine. You don't need to throw money at the screen. You can support the sponsor uh and if you can't support the sponsor then you can hit the like button uh you can share a podcast you can um i I don't know like comment (laughs) subscribe hit the notification bell whatever it is that youtube is trying to get you to do these days uh, i don't even uh, know anymore bro you know draw your blood and give your firstborn son uh up 
Um, but yeah, you can do all those things. But if you do have the means and you want to support the podcast, you can do that uh, through sponsor as well, NordVPN. Uh, you can click the link in the description below, or you can go to uh, Nord, so N-O-R-D-V-P-N.com slash O-T-T. Uh, use the promo code O-T-T and get yourself a very, very sizable discount uh, and four bonus months uh, for a limited time uh, when you use that promo code. Guys, stay safe. Stay anonymous on the internet. Watch different regions of Netflix and other streaming services. Watch region block content like uh, stuff on Twitter. You could do that. If you can't, if you can't watch uh, the latest video, you can mask your IP and bada boom. You can say you're from, I said Turkey last time. Let's go with um, um, Australia. Let's go with New Zealand. You know, you can be from New Zealand and you can watch content that's blocked on Twitter, YouTube, uh, websites uh you can watch other regions of netflix that have different uh shows and movies you can all do that at click of a button you don't have to be a programmer you don't have to be a coder or a an engineer or or any of these other you know critically thinking geniuses that try and work out math it's it's <laughs> i can do it all right, I can do it. All right, and I have proven many times that I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. If I can use it, you can use it. All right, so head on over there, uh, pick it up, get your get your subscription. If you get a two two year or more subscription, you will get uh, that four bonus months and thirty day money back guarantee. Which means, for whatever reason, if you don't like the service, okay, if you're like, hey, the servers aren't fast enough, which they are. Hey, I can't game on them, which you can. Hey, uh, uh, I just, I'm having buyer's remorse. 30 day back, money, money back guarantee. You just get your money back within 30 days, okay? So try it out. I know a lot of you guys have renewals coming up. You can renew with the, with the same promo code and get the discount as well. So a big thank you to those that have been renewing and getting that. Um, and you can use up to six simultaneous devices. So you only need one account per household. Um, it's less than a cup of coffee a month. No joke. Um, and it's 2022. We're about to be in 2023. Okay. Ugh. It's a digital world. Straight up. The less and less crime is going to be happening in brick and mortar. And it's happening online. Virtual cyber crime. Stay safe, guys. <laughs> Stay anonymous. Okay. I, hey, listen, man. I know, well, I know. I'm just body. getting pictures of like cybercrime. I'm getting like pictures of elite hacker man in a fucking trench coat with like a fucking Matrix shit on there screen. You know what though? A lot of the time, that's not even it. What it is, <laughs> it's that it's it's that dude sitting at Starbucks, <laughs> sitting down there sipping on his Grande Cinnamon Dolce Latte because he doesn't have NordVPN, and he's sitting there and he's he's stealing your information. He's gathering your IP. He's getting your information. He knows where you're searching, what you look for, what you do, where you're from, getting your credit card information, all that stuff. I'm definitely just scaring everybody right now. But. <laughs> this this basically <laughs> never happens, but it could. But it could. It so could. Prepared. All right. It's like it's like it's like those guys that buy bunkers, right? And they fill it up with like ten thousand dollars worth of like canned oh, the goods pre- and the different preppers? things. Yes. 
just in case doomsday happens, you know, and the way the world is going, it might actually happen. So, you know, get yourself NordVPN, guys, okay? Maybe maybe the dude at Starbucks isn't going to necessarily steal your stuff. But if you are traveling and you are in public Wi-Fi places, you do leave yourself, and all jokes aside, you leave yourself vulnerable for people to take your shit. I'm not joking. Like, that's just that's just reality. Um, and use NordVPN. It's right available on your phone, your 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 TV, your, your laptop, your Mac, your PC, your whatever. They've got an app for everything, and it's one click of a button. So stay safe. Plus, maybe you're doing a bunch of downloads. Maybe you're torrenting some things. I don't know. You can mask your IP so that it ain't you. It ain't you who's doing it. Protect yourself, guys. Hey, if you're on the dark web and you're doing some dark web things, don't use your regular IP. All right? Protect yourself. <laughs> use NordVPN. And Tor browser. And, and Tor browser. <laughs> Not not a hashtag ad for Tor browser, by the way. It's definitely not a what is Tor browser? I actually don't know what it it's, is. It's actually the onion. It's it's literally what you would want to use to uh, actually access the, the dark web. Oh, okay. don't go there, well, by the way. Don't go there. Definitely go not even recreationally. Don't yeah, don't don't go there. No, stay far away from there. Far with or without NordVPN, stay the don't fuck go. out the dark web. Yeah, it's a bad stay place. Away. It's a place you don't want to be. It's an evil place. It's a scary place. It's like meth. Not even once. Don't do it. Don't do it. In fact, in fact, you probably find some meth if you went on the dark web. And if you went on the dark web, you could probably (laughs) find some and other things that you probably shouldn't be. Not that we're associating meth with NordVPN, which is why exactly why we're going to stop that ad before it gets even worse (laughs) and move on to uh movies and tv very brief two things gears of war finally announced thank god it's not going to paramount it's going to netflix it's a netflix movie uh followed up by what they're calling an adult animated thing which really sounds like porn but in reality they trust probably means something like the castlevania anime where they were allowed to say fuck and hack people's heads off because it's gears of war and they're going to require to dismember some people with chainsaws uh and so that's probably what they're actually leaning for uh, and now the question is, is this finally Dave Batista's chance? It's only been forever. He's been campaigning mm. to play Marcus Phoenix for the mm. longest fucking time, or at it's least, time. or, or the Marcus's friend, I can't remember his name. Either way, get him in there. It'd be criminal not to put him in there at this point. Especially yeah, now that and- he has like, he's done Netflix work before already. He's got a relationship with Netflix and Netflix films. He's juiced to the gills. He's got Bro. some acting experience now. Bro. He's already, he's already, he's 100% already in. I can guarantee it. Why the hell did, uh, ADT call me? I hope to the, uh, to the, that can't gods. be good. Because the last time these motherfuckers called me, they ended up, a fire truck ended up coming here at my house. Oh. So, you know, anyway, <laughs> it says it's for ADT sales. So maybe it's not. Oh, maybe it's, uh, we've got a new service we'd like to, uh, to yeah, hook no, you up you. with. Um, it's yeah, got to no, be his time, I'm, right? I, I think I think they're they're announcing this because they probably already have Dave Batista, and they true. just haven't announced it yet. Yeah, right. I think that this thing gets greenlit with Dave Batista, um, because he's been campaigning, like you said, and he's already in that Netflix umbrella, like you said. And let's be real, Dave Batista is far more a TV star yeah. than he is a movie star. Yeah. As of right now. And I'm not diminishing Dave Batista's 
There are worse actors than Dave Bautista. Oh, for sure. For sure. But I think he really shines as a movie TV actor. Like, and I don't mean that like on, on primetime TV, I'm talking like a Netflix and HBO, something with some really good directing talent, some good writing, and he can elevate what would normally be sort of cheesy content into something that is respectable and is consumable from the masses and actually make it worthwhile. I think Dave Bautista is, is in that zone where he can, he can take mid and make it good. Um, and I just because he's just not an A-list actor like, you, no. you know, Dave, Dave Batista is not getting he's not a movie star. Yes, he's he he's kind of co-starred in films, but bigger movies than himself. You know, like if you're part of Guardians of the Galaxy or you're part of Dune or you're part of um, whatever other uh, films that there is, um, he's got to work with some amazing directors. He's he's gotten so much better as an actor. He seems like a really good guy as well. Give him this. Let him run with this. Let him be the star of this. And you never know, this might be um, his Witcher, you know, where Well, that's he's what I was making... about to say. This is like, you know, Henry loves the Witcher. He loves Gears of War. Yeah, it's it's a match made in heaven. If he's not in it, I, I'm... Who? I, I, <laughs> I don't know uh, <laughs> if, if it's anybody else it's it's and I I think it would either be uh, to be on the wrestling side I think it'd be like a John Cena um, um, uh, but John can't be can't be Marcus I mean no. like, that would be brutal it, it would be I, I just think Dave Batista is Marcus like if you were to turn it into a live action film yeah I don't know any other person that 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 could that could play that role and maybe Maybe like the mountain, if if he actually could act, but like you know you can't you can't put the whole show on a dude that doesn't really speak in his films or shows, and he's just a big dude. You can put him in there, and he can be one of the soldiers and one of the team members and whatever, right? Or or even a uh, an enemy, but you can't you you, you know this is Dave Bautista's role. I, I my guess is he's already <laughs> like, on, and yeah. the only way he's not is if he said no. Yeah, like if he's like I, no. I don't like the script or I don't like, I, I, you know, and what other conflict it, does he have in terms? He's not of like, working what, really on anything right now. Guardians that I know is, of. is done now, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I, I, this is it. I would say, yeah, I would say, you know, if this was like, which is, which it, I think it didn't happen uh, for a number of reasons, but you know, if this was, you know, six, seven years ago and Dave hadn't really gotten any of the experience that he's had and he didn't have a working relationship with Netflix and all that shit, then yeah, then I could be like, okay, maybe they gave this to somebody else. But with all of those factors, if yeah. it's not, I couldn't, like, my brain wouldn't be able to comprehend why they wouldn't have gone with them unless, like you said, for whatever reason, he said no, which I doubt would ever be yeah, the case. I doubt. Let him, uh, let him take this and run with it. I think I, I, I would enjoy, I would watch the shit out of this. And I can't, I can't say that with another star, depending on who it would be, uh, I'm not sure I'd actually watch it. And yeah. I sincerely mean that because, yeah. dude, I still haven't watched Lord of the Rings. Like, neither have I. <laughs> you know, like it takes a lot for me to watch a show these days because number one, I got to, I got to make time for it. And then number two, it's got to be a show that myself and my wife can enjoy because I don't really have time to watch long formatted shows, 10 hour shows by myself. Uh, and then number three is is it's got to interest me because there's so many options out there. Dave Batista gets me 
watching this on Netflix. 100%. You know what gets me watching it regardless? John Wick 4! Trailer today. Dropped. I'm assuming you saw it as fast as I did. I clicked that shit. I didn't click something so fast in my fucking life. I hit that shit at Mach 4. Thought I broke my fucking laptop. Nope. Booted right up on YouTube. Just took an extra minute because that laptop's older than hell. Put it full screen. Immediately erect. From beginning to end... I'm still walking as I stand here now. I have an erection. It will not go away for at least two to three more days. Everything about that trailer was a W. The people that they showed off. Holy shit. I want to see all of that all the time. Conceptually, you know, we've been waiting to see, you know, what it is exactly that he's going to be able to do. Obviously, they have to give him an out. Otherwise, what's the point of the movie? What is this out going to be? And then they drop the thing. It's like, I'm not at the table or I don't sit at the table. And the, and the guy says, yeah, but your family does. And I'm like, what? Now I'm baited. Now I'm like, who the fuck? What family member does John Wick have sitting at the table? Mm. And then how does this play out? And apparently it, there, it looks like he's literally going to have to. The whole movie is going to be him getting to a destination before a time limit to have a duel, like a literal, look like an old-fashioned-ass duel. They opened up the duel, like the gun case. The two guns were there. It looks like he's going to have to, like, literally have a one man walks away from it. And, and maybe this is how he ends up sitting at the table or gets elevated, but he'd probably turn it down because otherwise, why would you continue John Wick at that point? So, I'm interested. It all looked good. That was Don- Donnie Yen in this bitch. And that scene, the one I, you know what I love about Donnie Yen? He can go through a whole fucking action sequence that's insane. And he care. And, and, I mean, you know, Keanu is quite good, but Donnie Yen is like a different fucking animal. But he is stone faced the whole time. You can't see him breathe. He just looks deadpan faced the whole time. He's doing crazy ass shit physically, and it looks a thousand times more badass because he looks like he's putting in zero effort the entire time. I'm in. I'm excited. I mean, I like John Wick in general anyway. I do hope that we've, like we talked about before, and it looks like maybe that's the case, there will be a little bit more story or lore and not just here's one action scene and then here's another action scene and then now he's on a horse and then now he's on a bike. And so hopefully we do get more of that. But what did you think about that trailer? Uh, I'm I'm not as, as enthusiastic as you, oh. but it wasn't a bad trailer. Mm. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, but yeah, I, once again, I'm, I'm not over John Wick, but I'm not, I'm not on the John Wick dick train anymore. Mm. So like, you know, it's, um, John Wick is starting to remind me of Call of Duty where it's like, I know what I'm getting. I'm getting a lot of this. It like, at least just ter- spread out like a little bit. Like yes, it could be worse, course, I guess. Of course, yeah. of course. But I mean, I get what you're saying. It's, it's just one of these things where I feel like I'm just going to get more of the same. And at this point, I don't want more of the same. I want more, but different. Um, I just want more actually. Cause I, we're not getting, I mean, this could be different for this and maybe they are going to go deeper into the world of, of this um, and listen to the fans, but something tells me with all the talent they have in this, this is probably just going to be, you know, this is turning into like a very smaller, way smaller budget, fast and the furious where they're just bringing in 
like a new it's kind of like the expendables you remember when that when, yeah, when yeah, all yeah. of those started coming yeah, out yeah, 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 and yeah. it was like hey who can we bring in this time to like spice things up and see keanu fight this this person or this person or that person which i'm not against i mean this is dumb fun really high octane action amazing set pieces i'm with it i just hope that they do more with the story um and I also hope that the choreography is a little bit better. I thought that the choreography fell substantially in the last film where I could see them just doing the moves and not doing the motions like, you know, like it, it like it doesn't feel as natural. It feels very, uh, very choreographed. Um, and and it was almost as if they didn't have enough time to really get those moves down and some scenes flawless. But in the scenes that was not false, it was like, ooh, I could really see the guy in the back just kind of standing there waiting for his cue. And I did not like that. And it's probably that way because they're cranking these out relatively quickly. And they also got to try and make different fight scenes look a little different. And you only can do so much um when you're on you're going on your fourth film you know they're doing wide angle shots too like they're really stacking the deck against themselves here they don't do a million small close in jump cuts somebody brought in a big ass camera and just put wide ass shit and said all right go go and that's what you should do (laughs) but if you don't do that correctly all of your mistakes get seen and i'm just one of those viewers that like sees the shit and it takes me out of the movie knowing that like this is a movie and these guys aren't really hitting each other and they're just play fighting. It's like, I can't, it's harder for me to stay. It's not saying I can't enjoy it at all, but there are times where it just takes me out. And the last movie, there was like at least five scenes where I was like, oof, I did. Yeah, no, they, they you probably should have done another take. Um, I wasn't really feeling that. So hopefully they can curb all those. And with Donnie in this, maybe he might say, I need perfection. I, you know, I'm not. For his, not for his scenes, at, at least. At, for at least his scenes. Yeah. And I, well, I, yeah, I, I, I think it brought up, a, uh, I think uh, Pryron bring up, brings up a good point. I think two and three were, oh, I, I also remember this. I think it was back to back, right? Like they filmed they two filmed and three two and back three. to back. So I yeah. think that's probably also where you're going to get a little bit of that sneaking in uh, that's a yeah. long grueling if you think about the amount of physical work for uh to do john wick two and three back to back it's not exactly yeah. a small task uh to do so i'm sure there was a lot of fatigue people were just like you hit the end of it uh and it'd be tough uh for sure and it's not like keanu is a fucking spry chicken the man's like no. freaking 50 years old so like most of them i mean the yeah, vast, most of them vast are older. majority of the actors are there there's like no young i think in this trailer the guy that he's going to duel seems to be pretty young like he yeah. seems like he's in his 30s or or late 20s might probably his early 30s <laughs> everyone else is everybody else is like you know middle aged <laughs> we're talking like 50 plus years old yeah yeah like no joke and so to do that it's it's uh, so maybe like again yeah like you were saying maybe uh, with that being said, maybe this will be better because it's not a back-to-back situation. I don't think they're not doing like they didn't say they're doing like four or five or some shit. I don't think so. I think, that, I think this is uh, four. I'm sure they're going to do up to six now. I mean, can't stop on four, right? 
Not if it keeps making money, you can't. And not no. until Keanu is 75 and they have to start doing jump cuts. They got to keep fucking keeping the train going. But yeah, I, you know, I'm excited about it mostly because... I'm I, I'm hopeful that they are going to have more lore involved. If it's like three, like you, I'll like it, but I I would want more from it. But I'll at least enjoy it. Uh, oh, for sure. You know, which is which is you know which for movies these days I don't enjoy all that many movies that I've yeah. watched a handful. And it's so, not hard to enjoy John Wick. I mean, dude, it's Keanu Reeves. It's got a bunch of other amazing action stars. It's a it's a I don't want to you know fuck it. I'm just gonna say it. It's it's a guy film. It is, it is. A br- it is a dude film through and through. I'm not saying that girls can't enjoy it, guys. Free shit on me. All right, I understand. It's meant for a very specific demographic. This like this ticks <laughs> every fucking box. There's hot chicks. There's lots of guns. There's cool suits. There's awesome action set pieces. There's fucking swords. I mean, there's crazy music. And your favorite childhood action stars are all in there doing shit, bro. You you can't really go wrong. I just I know and that this it, could be a literal masterpiece if they just just gave us a little <laughs> bit more story and just took a little bit more time. And does anyone, just to wrap that up, does anyone or has anyone since John Wick became a series done action better than John Wick? I think that there has been shows and films that have taken things from John Wick and have done well with has done well with them. Yeah. But John Wick is in its whole. It's it's in another. It's in another genre almost. It is quite literally, Keanu just going around, killing people, two tapping them, <laughs> and and that's that. There has been lots of great action though, in in many shows, and I think a lot of that has to do with John Wick, and and the 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 style that they've that they've kind of bit off him. But nobody has done John Wick as good as John Wick yet. No, that's very true. All right, well, that's it. Unless you've got something else for movies and TV, we got a couple minutes to talk about some questions. And then no, that will I be... mean, I watched Love Island, or not Love Island. Oh, fucking, right. Uh, uh, Love is Blind, man. The yeah, new Love is Blind. So are you done the whole done, season? Done the new season. Oh, All right, man. so compared Bro. to the other seasons, where does this rank in the pantheon of Love is number Blind? Number one. This is number one. Really? Oh, this is number one. This really? best love is blind bro i'm not even gonna give any spoils but dude what a train wreck and i'm telling you (laughs) the last scene bro i'm i'm telling you and i know i've been hyping up these shows okay i get it the last scene from the reunion so there's a reunion show of course there's always a reunion for those shows and then when the credits hit it's like a fucking marvel film credits the credits hit there was an after the credits there's a scene? there's a there's a scene that oh, happens no. oh, at the on. end of the show that they show and i'm telling you bro the shit was like an m night Shyamalan film no i said oh my god i had to go on social media i never do this shit i had to go on social media and just see everybody's reaction <laughs> because the way that the shit p- panned out and there's some villains in, in the season and bro, let's just say this. One of the people that like you're on their side and you're like, yeah, you go. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a guy that like, fuck you. 
All right. You, you know, fuck you. And then, bro, they show they, they at the producers just straight up fucking pulled up just the curtain down. And they said, hey, and, and it was genius how they did it. And they did it in a way that they wanted you to know that they didn't edit anything. So when the show was over, they played like a three or four minute clip unedited to the point where you were seeing a bunch of shit where you're like, I kind of knew where it was going, but I'm like, no. And, and as they're showing it, they show the whole lead up so that you know that they're, they're not editing anything so that you, that they're making you think a certain way. They show it all. And bro, the last line that was said, and then they just fade to black, bro. I, I, I was like, oh my God, that might've been the greatest reality TV twist I have ever seen. I have ever seen. It's amazing, well, bro. Well, now it's I, don't amazing. Know, I don't know when I'm going to find time. And M is M, M goes away out West here coming up. Find the time, bro. I don't care if you got to watch it by yourself, bro. Uh, I'm telling you what you, what you we need, haven't you even know. finished house of dragons yet. Like we're like halfway through that shit. Dude. Dude, okay, you got to finish House of Dragons before it's she pretty. Dips. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah, no, it, it, it's good. Yeah. But, bro, for those <laughs> watching, Love is Blind Season 3, okay? <laughs> Please, watch the reunion, okay? Watch the reunion and then wait till the very end, and it's going to blow your fucking mind. It was to the point, I looked at Kayla, Kayla looked at me, and I don't even think she knew. What it was, she was trying to process what was going on. And I'm like, did you just, did that just happen? She's like, what? I'm like, you didn't see, you didn't hear what the fuck they just said. You didn't, what? So I had to, and then I explained to her and then we watched, I'm like, she's like, oh my God. I went on social media, bro. Everybody's like, oh, it's like a twist. It was an M. Night Shyamalan twist. And the reason okay. why, it but was a good, so but good, a good M Night Shyamalan oh, twist. It was an not, amazing. Okay, it was an not, amazing M Night Shyamalan okay, twist. Okay, okay, all right, okay. But it's gonna piss off the vast majority of the viewers. Like one person becomes goes from a hero to a villain, and it's 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 to the point. It's like um, you know, it's like it's like watching a spy film where like shit is going on, and you're like, oh man, this is so predictable. You know, I I already know how this is gonna end. And then the movie ends, and then a credit scene comes up, and they go, well, everything that you thought, <laughs> it was wrong. And you, you were upset. I wasn't upset. I was thoroughly entertained. I mean, I was like, man, this is, this is amazing. But I, when I went on social media, bro, people were mad. And people were mad because they got tricked, you know? Like, when you get, when you are the, when you are when the you fucking, get got. when you get got, and you're the mark, and, like, you don't even know you are, and then you realize that you got played, and you defended this person, and you went to bat for this person, and you realize that this person's actually the villain, and they, 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 I mean, dude, come on. It's amazing. Well, it's amazing. I mean, another great sales pitch for a reality TV show by one Mr. Maximus Black. So if you haven't already seen it, it appears to be that Love is uh, is Blind. Is this season three? Season three. I think. Is season the new three. king of reality television no, no, Temptation available? Island. Temptation okay. Island is still available still on here. Netflix. 
yeah, Temptation Island is still God tier, but I will say this Love is Blind season, it's, 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 it's rivaling, it's rivaling some Temptation Island. Okay. It's rivaling some, te- and the twist at the end is the best, is the best thing that I, I loved it because I didn't see it coming. You know, when you fool me, and I watch a ton of this shit, and I feel like <laughs> I'm good, I feel like I'm good at reading people, and I feel like I'm good at like, okay, this, this guy is full of shit, this girl is full of shit, whatever. But when you can dupe me like that and you can do it in such a way that is just so fucking conniving and manipulative and like, bro, it's the W and the producers get the big W. They get the big well, W. They got to find a way to fucking spice it up. There's a lot of competition in this oh, market it's now. Been spiced. It's been spiced. It's been spiced. So does this carry into another, like, do they think, does this spin off into something? Like, how the, like, like it's great that they do it, but to end it uh, on that, how do they, how do they extract I, more value out of that twist? I haven't gone to social media and, like, looked at the individuals that were part of the show, because even everybody that's on the show had no idea. Only <laughs> one person really knew, really two people knew, the, the couple, really knew the truth. But everybody was siding with one person. And it was... The one person that you side him with, it's not, it's not what it looks like. It's not what it looks like. And that's, so I think that there's going to be an update. I mean, Love is Blind has got to do some sort of update. Where are they now? Uh, shit in like the next God knows how long. Cause that shit was just, it was glorious. <laughs> well, I will add it to our list of things to watch. All right, let's get a couple of questions in real quick. It's time for tech support. Patreon.com slash lag TV is the uh, place to go if you want to continue to financially support this podcast uh, and keep the train going. That's the place to do it. And for $10 or more each month, you get a couple of perks. Chiefly, you get the opportunity to ask us some questions. We give you the answers here in the uh, in tech support. Post a, uh, post a post up on Patreon. Call tech support. You put your questions there. We give you some answers. Uh, let's see here. Uh, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a random one, but it's e- uh, probably a quick one. If uh, Axwell asks, if you had to go into a fight in the octagon, who would you rather fight? Dwayne Johnson, The Mountain, or Henry Cavill? Say that question again. If you had to fight someone in the octagon amongst these three, who would you choose to fight in the octagon? Dwayne Johnson, The Mountain, or Henry Cavill? I got to go Henry Cavill. Yeah, Dwayne 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 has enough wrestling experience yeah. uh, and he's a he's enormous and incredibly fucking athletic, like insanely athletic that he's dangerous even if he's not a professional fighter. Uh the mountain is literally the mountain. You're just and now he has You're not going to hurt the mountain. You're just going to punch the dude and, and he's not going to do anything. He's going to just back he's going to bitch slap you and and now You're he's out. got boxing experience. So yeah, even if he's too. not, and now he's not a great boxer, but if you have zero experience and he has some and he's the mountain. You're dead. You're dead. Henry Cavill, yeah. you get a shot. The dude's in good yeah. shape. You know, I don't think he looks like the most athletic guy I've ever seen in my life. Naturally, he's probably pretty athletic to be in these movies and be in the shape that he's in. But it's, you know, he's not, he's not the mountain and he's not Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, that's true. I so agree with that. I it's agree. you know, you know, you know, and if he and bonus points if he comes into the octagon and cocks his fists. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Give me that. Sure. Um 
To- oh, this comes. This is topical, and it is uh, from Jeff's tweet here uh, or earlier today. Fresh to death, Batman said topical. What's your greatest IRL bluff? <laughs> I think he's referencing yeah. your attempt at bluff in that last poker match. My IRL, my biggest IRL bluff. Um. Ooh. Ooh. It's got to have to do with like a, a fucking garage sale deal or some shit. That's got to be the category that it's in, right? Like, I, I don't oh. know what else. Uh, no, man, I'm, I'm probably going to go. I'm probably going to go with a car purchase. Where when I bought my Mercedes. Um, I was in I was in the process of getting an M4. And I really wanted the M4 because I never, I never really cared about You wanted about the gold M4, if I'm not mistaken. I would have taken it, yeah, but they yeah. didn't have it. So uh. they had an M4. It was, it was like a bluish uh, M4. And uh, I said I wanted a discount. They didn't want to do it. So when I went to Mercedes, I told them that, like, hey, like, we, we negotiated for a while. I said, listen, this, this is the price that I need to get it at because if not, I am literally leaving this place right now and I'm I am driving a block down to BMW and I'm buying the M4. It's up to you. Like <laughs> that's the classic car dealership flake fleas too. It's yep. like and what are they gonna do? Gamble on that? Like what? Uh, it's 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 up to you, right? And and uh like I knew I wanted to see 63 because once I took it for a test drive, it's just like, oh, okay, this is just a different beast. So I was like, you know, I knew I wanted the car. And uh, so I was like, yeah, that, that's, that's just that. And lo and behold, GM came out and was like, okay, Mr. Johnston, we can do this for you. You know, this is the best deal I've ever given on this car, but we hope that you're going to enjoy it, you know, and that you'll continue to buy with us in the future. I said, yeah, absolutely. Shook his hand and <laughs> bought the car. And I've done that. I've done that with my wife's car. I've done that with my car. Um, because at the end of the day, I did that with my car. It really should be in your pocket for any car purchase is to go to another dealership. That's another, like a, a totally different brand. And yep. ideally, especially in Halifax, you have to be careful owned by a different family. Cause there's like three families that own every fucking car dealership in the city. So yeah. you could like, you could make the mistake of going in and be like, I went over here to Mazda and talked to them. And they're like, bitch, we own that Mazda. Yeah. You giving me, <laughs> you giving me the money anyway, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, that's, that's like the that's the major you have to. It's one of the biggest haggling pieces that you have, especially in these times where everyone's desperate to sell fucking cars, even yep. though there's like no fucking inventory, they're still desperate. Yep. That's you got to have that in your pocket. And it was it was December, you know, it was like end of oh, the year. Oh, end of year like, inventory, I do, bro. I do it. I do it all, man. I'm I'm so greasy. I did mine but, in September too. <laughs> yeah. So like, I just don't like. I just don't care. Like, I'm gonna go. Listen, man. If I'm gonna spend a lot of money on a vehicle. I'm going to try and get the most I can out of it every time. And if, if I got to bluff a little bit to get it, it is. And here's the thing. I'm such, I have such an ego that like, if he called my bluff, I might've you committed the fucking yeah. BMW. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm not joking. Like it, depending on how is it, depending on how he told me, and I had, I, you know, I, my mind was already set. Like I was already owned this C63. But if he said, no, we're just not going to do it. Go buy the BMW. I probably would have left and bought the BMW. That, because that's just how I am. Now, if he said, you know what? I'm so sorry. We can't do this. I really wish we could. Like, 
I'm terribly, I'm terribly sorry, man. Like, uh, you know, it is what it is. I'd be like, okay, man, that's fine. And I might've went home and then hoped that I got a call. Um, and I've done this many, many times. Like I've bluffed. There's some other things I don't really want to say like <laughs> on, on here, but this isn't the first time where I've, I have, I have bluffed and said, I'm not going to get this if I don't get this and they crack. And a lot of the time is, okay, fine. I've been told no straight up to my face. And they're like, they're like, okay. And I'm like, all right, see ya. And I leave. (laughs) And then I get a phone call a day later, two days later, three days later. Hey, Mr. Johnson, are you still in the market for this? Yes. Okay. Well, good news. I spoke to such and such. We can do it at this. I know it's not quite where you wanted it, but it's close. I'm sorry, man. I needed to get it at this. You know, it is what it is. Okay, you know what? I'll do it. I remember when I bought my wife her first car, the the Honda, yeah. um, like her first new car. I haggled them so hard. I think I've said this before. I haggled the guy so hard, and I, I got such a deal on this vehicle. Like, I got eight, almost $8,000 off on a Honda, okay? There ain't no, there ain't no, no margins. margins on these fucking cars, bro. No. They make their money on the service. But I got 8K off a Honda, right? And they tried every fucking thing. And it got to the point where I was such a stick, because I knew I had them. It's the end of December. They need to get their quota. They're they're paying money. I I know how this works. And I told them, I said, okay, we got the car where I want it. But now I uh, I want winter tires on rims, separate tires on rims. And I want uh, mats in the car, snow mats. And I shit you not, bro. I felt bad for two seconds. The guy said, my boss will not do it, but I am going to pay for it out of pocket because his commission was worth more than what he had to put in. So if he didn't put it in, he wasn't going to get the sale. And so he put it in. He literally took me to the service desk, pulled out his own wallet, and put it on his own debit or credit card for the mats because the service would cover the tires, but they wouldn't recover the mats, and he paid for it himself to get the deal. So I don't know if I'm the bad guy there or he's the hero, and, he's, <laughs> and he, understands, he understands the power of you know getting a piece of it instead of getting, a, and getting nothing. He gets the sale, he gets the commission, he gets all that, and, he, and he's a closer. So shout-outs to that guy. And I'm a hard ass, and he got my money. Because if not, somebody else would have got my money. Uh, I definitely have never fleeced anyone that fucking hard. Uh, my, the, my, the, I don't think I bluff very often because if I tell somebody in the middle of a deal that I actually have one and I'm willing to go, it normally means that that's actually something that happened. It's like, yes. look, I would like this. This is my preference. But I like money, so if I go down here and buy that, I'm going to be comfortable with it if you can't get me this deal. It's not a bluff. I'm just, I'm just telling them up front, you know, what the situation is. Um, you know, my, my, uh, for the car that I drive right now, it, it wasn't, they weren't giving me their own fucking clothes off their back, but they, uh, I, the, the closer for that was, um, uh, so I got five grand off the Rev. Plus the extended warranty for a dollar instead of like thirteen or fourteen hundred dollars. Then I got all winter tires with steel rims. 
Yeah. And uh, and and one of the I can't remember all the deal anymore because it was like a three week process. And at the end, I said uh, the guy said one of our techs needs a, a car to get him through the winter. We'll do this. We just need you to sell them your focus for like fucking like three hundred dollars. And I said okay. Focus wasn't worth three hundred dollars. So I guess the car literally broke down in the Joseph Howe intersection on the way to pick up the fucking RAV. So I knew it wasn't worth $300, so, but I said, hey, if it's sure. a mechanic, they can make it work for the winter. There you go. Have there fun. it is. It wasn't really a bluff, but that was the closest I get, because I rarely bluff. I just, I'm just up front. I'm just like, look, I'm, I'm not going to spend more than this amount of money, so either you have it or you don't. I, I just don't, you know, I don't want to, I don't like wasting my own time by trying to, like, dicker too much, because like you, I know how they work. I'm there at September. They have to clear inventory. They have to make quota. Everything is a fucking, like, gong show. And so everyone knows. There's no, like, everyone knows what's going on at the table. So oh, yeah. I just say, look, this is. Let's just hear shit. This is what I need. This is it. And you've got the sale. If you can't do it. That's it. I'm listen. walking. I got to walk. And then they go, fuck. Because yeah. the, the, aver- the average average day person that goes in, they don't do this type of negotiation. They go in, they say, hey, how much what can you, you afford a month? And then that's that. And they, they sell you on this, and they sell you on these extra warranties, and you go in that second room. All right, yeah, before you before you sign papers, you know, John here, our finance specialist, is going to go through all this paperwork, and that's when they spew a whole bunch of shit on you. I make sure I get through all that before we even get into the room. Oh, when yeah. I go in that room, they're like, oh, it looks like, we're we're we are providing you with extended warranty and uh your first uh three years of oil changes are on the house and you've got this and your undercoating will be ready for you at this date and i've already got all this shit done that's the way to do it take notes that's the way to do it uh just to quickly answer the follow-up question you had there about me posting a lot more basketball content any reason for that I left basketball for a long time. I played basketball for 15 years. I fucking love me some basketball. I left watching and participating in basketball because I hated where the basketball, the game of basketball went. Uh, one pass, three-pointer was like fucking half a decade worth of, worth of basketball. That was the entire game of basketball. And then it got even worse because then the positions I played, four and five, were turning to stretch four and fives, which is just a really fancy way of saying even the power forwards and centers went out to the three-point line. And shot threes. Like, there was almost no actual basketball being played. Very little defense. Very little offense. It was just... Not to say that it's not impressive to see Steph Curry shoot a three-pointer from the fucking stamp. And just, you know, fucking hit, like, 87-foot shots on the regular. Impressive. The problem was it, is it completely destroyed the league for me. So, now that that's coming back a bit, basketball is kind of returning. The Spurs are playing Spurs basketball again. The Celtics are kind of like a, uh, an old-school team as well. Gianna, or Giannis uh, Attendacumpo is forcing people to actually use bigs as bigs again. There's a reason for me to watch basketball again. It's not perfect, but it's closer, and that's why you're seeing a lot more uh from me on that last question because i know mr black has places to be and it's already 6 30 uh even i have to i've got to pick up him uh les asks jen this is, i think this is the first time i've seen a question from les if i'm not mistaken uh so uh welcome les and thank you for the question thank gentlemen looking for suggestions when it comes to games that will both get my girlfriend more in uh into gaming as well as get better at them he said she really sucks. Oh, good thing she doesn't listen to this podcast. Keep up the awesome content. Thank you, Les. That's a really hard question, and I don't know if there's a real answer for it. You gotta just throw shit at a wall and see what sticks. I went through that with, with my first girlfriend, and it was nightmare material. 
fucking very difficult to do because you're in a situation where you're with a significant other who wants to enjoy the same hobby as you do and they're going to make the effort but if they have zero video game experience and you're trying to work you know work them into that it is a grueling unfun largely challenging thing to do and to sit like most people will say oh well get them on the girly games first and you know, and then work them into like something else, but it's super fucking hard to do. I will say this much at the very least. If she has zero gaming experience, any game that requires them to use both analog sticks simultaneously no. is off the table immediately. People that have been gaming for a while take for, take for advantage or, or take a, uh, for granted how much difficulty it is especially if you haven't done when you were a kid to map your brain to two analog sticks at the same time it is not a natural thing for most people to do so stick to games that just use an analog stick one analog stick and the d-pad top down games are good for that oftentimes uh some older games are usually good for it clearly because they didn't use two analog sticks but you got to start somewhere where they're not going to feel like they're on fire from day one. Because I made that mistake. You know, Natalie at the time was my girlfriend. She wanted to play adventure games because she liked fantasy. And so we tried Oblivion. And that was a fucking dumpster fire. Was a terrible idea. Because, again, she had to use both analog sticks. She couldn't kill the rat in the opening dungeon. Rip. And that's most people who are 25 years old who have never played a game in their life and you hand them dual analog sticks. It's just not going to happen. So that's my big suggestion. Otherwise, you have to just ask her, what looks good to you? What looks interesting? And maybe they'll pick something dog shit. And you know it is not that fun. But you have to get something that they're interested in and work with that. And then worry about the other stuff later. Because holding their interest when they're terrible at a game... I mean, who likes playing a game they're dog shit at? Who turns on a game and, like, sucks at it and, like, I'm having a great time? I don't. So yeah, why no, would I'm, somebody like that do it? Yeah, I'm with Adam. Yeah, yeah. You have to pick, you have to pick games that, um, that she's attracted to, as in, like, she's like, oh, this looks really like a fun game. Or, um, you know, you can even start really small. You can do keyboard and mouse. You don't have to be a controller. And you could you could play a game like Minecraft that like is super chill. It's still a video game. You can do that. Um, there are you know those story like games that like you know you can actually almost like those Telltale games where it doesn't really require a whole lot of you don't necessarily stuff. die right. You like you can take yeah. your time. You can take deal. your time. Do it. You can do puzzle games. You can play um, you know games like Among Us. You know, like party games that are video games but aren't mechanically overly challenging. Um, but yeah, um, the other thing is, I, I don't, I don't remember the question. I don't know if if it says oh, she's like, super interested in games or she's she's she just doesn't like them and he's trying to get her to uh, like them. I, Oh, he's just looking for suggestions to get her into gaming as well as get better at gaming. Gotcha. Because she's clearly never played very many. You know, here's I'm also gonna go on the other opposite of 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 the of the idea. Mm. If she has no interest in video games and she's not good at them, don't bother. Don't bother. <laughs> yeah. You know, at the end of the day, just because it's something that you enjoy and you love, and it's a big part of who you are, 
doesn't necessarily mean she has to be part of that as well. As long as she allows you, um, and when I say allows you, but like she's understanding that this is what you like to do as a hobby and you're doing it responsibly and you're not taking all of your attention away from her and you are, you have a good balance, then that's great. There are things that Kayla does that I have zero interest in, none at all. And I'm going to be honest. I don't have any desire to be interested in any of those things, <laughs> but I respect that it's her hobby. It's her thing that she does. And if she is doing those things and I'm not doing anything, I don't look at her and say, well, where's my time? Where's me? To like, why are you choosing that over me or whatever? Because I do those things as well. Sometimes I go to the movies by myself and that's my thing. Sometimes I'll go and just get a massage and that's my thing. Sometimes I'll just go. I mean, I'm very big on going to get something to eat by myself. It's my thing. I just like to be away in my own head and listen to the things that I want to listen to. Same with like podcasts that I like. She might not be interested into that. I don't force it on her. Yeah, in a perfect world. Yeah, it'd be cool to meet somebody that has all the same interests as you and everything is fucking hunky and door. But I also think that that might even be some nightmare fuel because you need you need some kind of thing that's away from your significant other so that you feel like you have some sort of um, individuality. I don't know if everybody feels like that. At least I do. If she has no interest in gaming, then then don't get her into gaming. You know, maybe you can just talk about a storyline or whatever, or show her something that interests you. And maybe she's like, Oh, that's cool. And then that's that, but don't force her to game. If she don't want to game because you'd like her to, that's, yeah. that's my opinion. If she's, if she's asking, we, we don't know the context of it, but if she is asking to like, you know, she wants to, and she's looking to try and get into it and it's just challenging, which is a possibility. Then yeah, uh, those it stands no dual analog sticks. Stay the fuck away uh, from that. I will. I, if I had to give a really specific example, of what I think would work if she is looking to try and get into stuff and get a little bit better. You have to start with something that's one analog stick. Japanese RPGs. Traditional JRPGs. Turn-based. They're pretty easy. Not a not ATB shit where you're on a timer and you gotta be like super fucking quick about everything and like keep up with stuff. But just like turn-based JRPGs. The one that worked, I was gonna say the same example, uh, that Natalie and I ended up playing the whole way through was Lost Odyssey. And she played Good a lot one. of it. There was one day, I'll never forget it. Uh, it was in this very room, but I was upstairs getting something at the time. And I and we were both playing it. And when I went upstairs and I was doing some shit, and then I thought, I was like hearing, it's like, what the fuck am I hearing? And she was she down playing? here playing it by herself. Oh, and so, you dick it hard. And so, like, like, ah, and yeah. so I was, and so, so I said, yeah, holy shit, a breakthrough. It was yeah, like a breakthrough, yeah. oh, right? Man. And that's, the, and that the last thing is, is exactly what Adam said. She might not even have to play the games. Maybe there's a game that, like, you think she would enjoy that she can be beside you and you guys can experience it together. Yeah. As in you're going through the story together, you're talking about it, you're getting excited about it together. And maybe that's your thing. Maybe she doesn't actually have to play it. Maybe she can just be there while you play it and you share those experiences together and maybe you're reading through the dialogue and you're getting her to pick some of the choices that your character makes and just make it engaging. It's a good start.
And that's a good end. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a long one. But that's the, the end of this technical alpha. We'll be back next week. Don't worry, mom and dad aren't fighting, for God's sake. I can already see the goddamn YouTube comments right now. It's, it's probably it, just it's the a reason, complete dumpster It's the reason fire. why I didn't want to get into it, is because I already know where it goes. And I don't have enough, I don't have enough of an army behind me where I feel like I'm being represented uh, in, a, in, a, in a manner In the comment where, section, I get, I get it. Exactly. Because, yeah, I like, you know, I, I'm not part of the horde, right? Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, Adam knows I love him. I'm already over it. Um, it was it wasn't that serious. And once again, I apologize if I offended Adam. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't think any any less of Adam. I, if I have if I have any serious deep seated problems with him, I'll say it to his face. I don't like. I'm not here to out Adam on. He can have whatever views he wants on whatever whatever he wants. And and I already know how I get. So people can't say like, oh well, Adam's super calm and Jeff is yelling. Dude, I'm yelling all the time. It's not like uh, <laughs> it's not like it's a very specific thing for Adam or just because whenever I get heated or I get passionate about something, my voice raises. It's just how I am. And I could be talking about dicks and 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 ass and whatever. Shit, he was and screaming the, about grinding dudes earlier. I get the same I get the same <laughs> fucking way, right? You know, and and yes, if I offended Adam, I apologize. I already said it earlier. He knows I love him. Um, and, and it's just, it's just the way it is. We're fine. Um, but I just don't like talking about such sided, one-sided things or, or, or sorry, like divided things because I already know that my views on a lot of things d does not line up with the viewership that we have collectively. And I feel like I get ganged up on and it becomes herd mentality. I, I, I'm just not interested. That's why I, and there are, dude, there are times where I message Adam before a podcast. I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. We veto stuff. We veto stuff because like, I just, I'm not interested in having to try and defend myself. Um, because I, it's like talking to a brick wall. I'm not going to make any breakthrough, uh, in, in certain things. Um, and so if I'm going to have those conversations, I'd rather have them in private and not in front of the world. Uh, I guess our little tiny world, <laughs> our, it's posted, very our po postage stamp. Exactly. So it's all good. I apologize if I offended anybody because that's not my goal. Uh, and I get heated and I get, I get, that's the way I am. And that's like, instead of me, I almost just shut it down. I almost just shut it down, but I'm like, okay, that's probably irresponsible. I'll just give them option. Because I just didn't want to go through it. I I know Adam enough that I know where shit goes, and he knows me enough that I know where shit goes. So why, why bother? So it is what it is. But yes, no. It. If you made it this far, the problem is, is that this is at the very end of the podcast. So we this this is a this is a well. Then we, you we're can, too late you, to the party. But but well, but but maybe go we'll go back and hit the edit button. You can message. Yeah, you can <laughs> you, you you can do your little comment saying and say, hey, go to this part of the podcast and listen. Okay, yeah, yes. because it's not it's not that serious. It's really not that serious. It's it's actually not serious at all, at all. But you know how the internet is. They make you know. People oh, of course. So passionate about certain things. Absolutely. So that's just that. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you guys next week. And until then, stay safe out there. And uh, I don't know. Play fucking God of War Ragnarok. Seems like a good game. Peace. Peace.